Ron Northcutt again here with uh, head football coach Chris Elmore. Coach, we're starting the uh, second season now. You know, half the teams are done in 6A ball and the other half are playing. So I always enjoyed when I was coaching the fact that uh, we're doing something not everybody gets to do. And so I know your coaches are proud and you guys are proud of the team and the effort. We got Decatur this week. Uh, going back and looking at film, what are your expectations and what do you think Friday night's going to look like? Yeah, I think that's the thing we we say every time, uh, every Monday we're in the playoffs. We say that to the players that you know half the half the schools in the state are are finished with football, and and, and you're not. So that's something to be proud of. And um, <clears throat> Decatur, very talented, um, you know, really good quarterback, probably the best throwing quarterback we've seen all year. Um, good receivers, uh, good running back, physical downhill running back. Uh, defensively, you know, really sound on defense. Going to do doing a lot of. You know, not necessarily man coverage, but they're gonna they're gonna put six and seven people in the box and 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 do a good job of stopping the run and and, and make you beat them uh, on the perimeter and and uh, they've got the guys outside that can that can cover and uh, two really good safeties that uh, not only do a good job in coverage but also do a good job of you know fitting fitting downhill and adding that eighth and ninth hat to the run and that becomes an issue is you know you say okay well we can block these seven uh, by this formation or by this play well it's hard to get those safeties blocked all the time and. And they do a good job of, of uh, fitting downhill, and making tackles, and you know, see on film where there's times it looks like they, everybody on the on the field's blocked, and the safety makes a tackle at three yards. And so, uh, it's going to be it's going to be a challenge for us, and it's going to be a, a game that we're going to have to uh, make very few mistakes, and we're going to have to be very sound. I know this is a cliche, this is a little bit of a Bear Bryant, I guess, quote, but we got to be sound in the kicking game. We've got to be efficient there, um, and make make as little mistakes as possible and, and, and um, try to create the opportunities or, and, and capitalize on opportunities when we get them. Um, and it's going to be a tough, hard-fought game, and, and we're going to have to, um, to play very well to win. But uh, like I told them last Friday, after the Cherokee County game, uh, what more could you ask for? You got an opportunity to win the playoffs at home, and that's what you play for, and that's what we're going to you know, try to go do. Do you expect that uh, defensively they're going to try to bring pressure uh, and put more guys in the box to force you to throw? Is that kind of what your thought process there? No, I think it's just what they do. I think I don't know that they necessarily they don't send necessarily send a lot of pressure. They just the, the way their defense is kind of designed, it's very similar to what um, what Oxford does and uh, Southside did it last year. It's becoming more of a more of a common th theme. It's a, it's a three four defense, but the way they play their outside linebackers, it ends up being a lot of five two sometimes. And um, and they they just have a, they have a lot of guys and every or they have a guy in every gap. Uh, and then like I said, they've got two safeties that'll fit downhill, and so they're they're counting on those corners to make plays on the perimeter and, and, and be able to cover those outside receivers. And, you know, at the end of the day, most of the time, the corners are essentially locked up man-to-man -man with those outside receivers. And so, you know, we'll need to make some some plays out there and, and complete some passes. And um, But we'll also, you know, when, when we have a run called um, that we've got, you know, designed to be able to block them all, we've got to execute. And, and you can't, you can't uh, you know, miss on a block or whiff on a block or take a wrong step because that leaves a guy free. And uh, it's just so uh, important to, uh, to be consistent in, 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 our, in our run game and, and, you know, not necessarily trying to get always, it would be nice to get some explosive runs, but, you know, not necessarily trying to get to 15 and 16-yard runs, but, you know, getting efficient runs, getting three, four, five, and, and, and staying ahead of the chains and, and keeping yourself in some uh, second and third and manageable will, will be a key part of the game. And, uh, and the biggest thing I think will just be staying out of, 
negative runs, zero yards runs. That's that's going to be the key. Is can we can we execute up front enough to to you know you know get three four? Uh, and that sounds like well, coach, you're trying to be too conservative. Now I just I, I realize you can't throw it every play, um, and so when they're going to put seven down there, um, you're going to have to be able to, to to efficiently block and run and run the correct uh, uh, gap or lane, whatever it is, and 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 get positive yards and and try to stay out of those second and tens and third and nines and those sort of things. That'll be a, a key factor in the game. Uh, the other big key is, is is defensively being able to eliminate the big play uh, and make them drive at the length of the field uh, and make them, you know, go three and four and five yards at a time. And so if we can, you know, eliminate the big play and and uh, and and stay out of the third and longs on offense. Um, and again, you know, nobody likes to punt. I, that's one of my least favorite things in the world to say is punt team, but. Um, it's unrealistic to think that you're gonna you're gonna go out there and, and and you know only punt once or twice the whole game. You may have to punt four, five, six times, and you've got to be uh, patient when you do that and, and execute that part of the game and uh, and then get the ball back and, and try to try to go again. So um, it'll be like a lot of playoff games too, where you know each team will have certain things they'll want to try to do that are maybe a little deceptive or a little bit you know different or whatever it is and. You know, it'll come down to the team that can execute those plays and those situations or those opportunities the best a lot of times wins those games. So, you know, when, when those moments come for us, whether it be on offense or defense, we're going to have to, uh, you know, you know, be able to execute those plays and uh, uh, or, or, or execute our assignment. And and uh, if we can do that, that'll, that'll increase our chances of winning. Thanks for your time, Coach, and good luck. Thank you. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Twin City Used Car says, Go Cats! We'll be following those as the game goes along. Sylvania, Fayette County, Collinsville, Falkville, as we go on. Pisgah, Hatton, Town Creek, Alabama. There you go. Now, I thought Town Creek was over by between uh, Fife and Rainsville. No. Isn't that the creek's name? That well, it may be the creek's the town, name, town but Creek? town, town Creek's over near uh, Florence. It's between yes. 
It's between uh, Coleman and Florence. Well, I looked it up and said, well, I don't remember a hat and being over here in DeKalb County. <laughs> Town Creek's where all those kids from Alabama, the goods back in the 80s, came from Town Creek. Hazelwood, or Hazel, uh, Hazelwood Town Creek. Uh, what was the other team? Um, oh, it's leaving me. Somebody's yelling at the radio right now. Is that, is that really that one? <laughs> Cortland. Cortland was one of them. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, Cortland, uh, Hazelwood, a carry, you know, the Goud, Chris Goud, yes. Kerry Goud, Pierre Goud, all those. And came Auburn from. ones have got the ones from the Maplesville down south, yep. Maplesville, Lochapoca. <clears throat> yep, yep. All that was, all that's over in the, in that area between Coleman and and Muscle Shoals. All right, we got nine minutes till the kickoff. Victory line is still forming as uh, the teams have yet to enter the field and uh, the captains haven't come out yet. Uh, as we get ready to start the first playoff game for Fort Payne and Decatur, we'll take a two-minute break or a one-minute. Miss Holly just throws her hands up because she doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll be back with you. Uh, talk some more high school football and get ready for the start of this game. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. All right, we're back. Brian Northcutt along with Chris Dura. You're listening to Wildcat Football on WZOB, and you're watching us on a tape delay with uh, FPTV. We're going to go to the st uh, starting lineups for both teams tonight. First for Decatur on offense. At quarterback, number four, he's a senior, Ellis Dickman. At running back, number three, he's a senior, Ryan Kirk. The wide receiver, number nine, he's a senior, Jaden Brown. The wide receiver, number 10, a junior, Braden Dubber. Wide receiver, number 20, a junior, excuse me, a senior, Jack Waller. At wide receiver, number 21, a senior, Bo Belcher. At tight end, number 40, a junior, Wyatt Smith. At left tackle, number 73, a junior, Luke Bouchelon. At left guard, number 74, a senior, Cody Asher. At center, number 64, a junior, Crawford Fight. At right guard, number 75, a freshman, Harris Penley. At right tackle, number 61, Tim Steeples. He's a, he's a junior. On defense for the Red Raiders tonight at Rover, number one, a senior, Joshua Turner. At will linebacker, number five, a junior, Tommy Kayser. Uh, at free safety, number seven, a senior, Zori Matthews. At cornerback, number 11, a senior, Jackson Thatch. Safety, uh, number 15, a senior, Trey Ayers. Safety, number 17, a sophomore, Trey Greenwell. At Mike linebacker, number 19, a senior, Paxton Dupper. At cornerback, number 22, a senior, Jiren McDaniel. At Jack linebacker, number 34, a senior, Milan Miller. Tackle number 45, a senior, Tenarius Fennell. At end, number 50, he's a senior, Aldolfo Soto. At nose guard, number 97, a senior, Nolan Willingham. And at end, number 39, a junior, Colby Brown. 
for the Wildcats on offense, starting with quarterback number seven, senior Jake, uh, Jake Barnes, starting at running back. Junior number two, Caden Dubos. At wide receiver, a junior number one, Skyler Cody. At wide receiver, a senior number 35, Marcus Ledford. At wide receiver, a junior number four, Nolan Fowler. Also at wide receiver, a sophomore, number eight, Brandon Alford. Left tackle, a senior number 56, Silas Hallman. Left guard, a junior number 55, Jordan Wright. At center, senior number 75, Colton Shangles. At right guard, a junior number 54, Aaron Wright. Right tackle, a, junior, a senior, number 57, Andrew Barclay. On defense for the Wildcats, the defensive end, a senior, number 23, Jack Goggins. Defensive tackle, a junior, number 78, Will Patton. Defensive lineman, a junior, number 77, David Presley. Defensive end, a senior, number 9, Luke Miller. At linebacker, a sophomore, number 82, Carter Tinker. At linebacker, a senior, number 13, Caleb Stiefel. At linebacker, a junior, number 24, Bennett Blanks. At linebacker, senior, number 11, Alex Akins. At cornerback, a sophomore, number 22, Connor Kinsley. The other cornerback is a senior, number 29, Hayden Harrell. And at free safety, a senior, everyone's favorite, number 10, Kobe King. And those are your starting lineups for Fort Payne Indicator as we get ready for action. All right, we are just under five minutes away. Uh, the national anthem has been played. The Gadsden City captains are at the field. Fort Payne has yet to come on the field. Decatur, what are you saying, what Gadsden is, City? Did I say Gadsden City? I sure did, didn't I? <laughs> Now where's, having, where's Bruce? Now Get Bruce up here. Now I'm having flashbacks. They are almost the same color. They do look similar. <laughs> <laughs> so where's where is Mike Bruce to remind me? It's, hey, I it's, saw him it's earlier. Decatur Red Raiders. The Decatur Red Raiders. And that is a very uncommon name in these yep. parts. Now, yeah, you don't see that. There's the Texas Tech Red Raiders, but that's about the only other one I've seen. The, the captains for Decatur, number seven uh, defensive back, Zori Matthews, uh, number three, is a defensive back Chandler Moore, number 50, uh, defensive lineman Aldolfo Soto, and number 44, number 45, uh, is a defensive lineman Tenarius Fennell. So those are the captains for uh, Decatur. He almost made me say it. Yes. Captains for Four Payne looks like Kobe King, uh, Silas Hallmer, Alex Akins, and Colton Shankles for tonight. So uh, excited! I looked at the. They've got 24 seniors on that Decatur uh, roster. They're very, very senior laden tonight for the Red Raiders. And that's why, folks, you should continue listening to us on the radio. You never know what will be said. That's right. And what will be said wrong, what will make you scream at the radio. We will keep you entertained. We keep Miss Holly entertained behind us as we get ready for tonight's first round playoff game. Fort Payne against Decatur, Red Raiders. Decatur in all white tonight, Brian, with the. It's not red. What are you going to call that color? It's not scarlet either. No, that, that's a. Is that's, it red? That's a red, yeah. It's a, it's a are, deep red, but it's a red. They are red and black. Fort Payne in the black jerseys, the gold pants with the black and with the gold and white and black striping with the black helmets. <coughs> no, no silver breeches tonight for no. Fort Payne. Yeah, oh. Decatur D looks a little bit similar to the Georgia G on their helmets, kind of the same concept. They did not, and so far, they have not brought a band. There is no band here for Decatur. Yeah, I find that surprising. I would expect at some point, maybe they're just like our band was at, at uh, Athens two weeks ago, just on the road trying to get here. Yeah, that could be it. Huntsville traffic's tough, but it's, you know, one thing, unlike one thing about Fort Payne's field, is easy to get to. Yeah. We're right off the interstate. It is easy to get to and, and around before and after the game. So I yep. re really appreciate about that, about the stadium. And the toss, getting ready to toss the coin. 
And we can see it up close with FPTV's cameras. Brian will let you know who wins. Two minutes till kickoff. Decatur won the toss and they're going to receive. Now, Brian, that's the first time I've noticed Fort Payne has the cat paw. Good player patches. Yeah. I, I haven't noticed the stickers. Yeah, this year. we need to ask Coach Elmore what those are for. If we have, hopefully, we'll have another interview with him next week for the next week's game. So, all right. Everybody's fired up, and here we go as we get ready for the game. First game of the playoffs Fort Payne and Decatur Red Raiders. We'll keep you uh, we'll keep you aware of some of the games happening around us. A lot of uh, there's several yeah. county teams in playoffs tonight. Yep, it's going to be uh, it's always exciting just to keep up with whose season gets to continue and who doesn't. This is um, a really exciting time. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. This is just pure fun, and hopefully the kids are relaxed enough that they play and don't feel a ton of pressure. Um, just to enjoy this game, play their best. This is a reward. A game like this is meant to celebrate a good season and um, have an opportunity to move forward. And, and, you know, you just never can tell in games like this what's going to happen. And so well, watching the watching our team run out, Brian, I kind of I kind of get a can get a, a feel of, of who feels what the first ones came out are excited, jumping. I'm looking at Marcus Ledford. He come out back. He looks calm. Yeah, moving very slow. Everybody, everybody, everybody does their own thing, don't they? Everybody does. There's like about five of them that took their time coming out. And the first, the first group was, you know, jumping and hitting and bouncing and. Yeah, we had a coach at Opelika <laughs> that would get out there with the players and sprint, like try to out sprint the players to the sideline, and uh, we kind of made fun of him a lot of times. But that was 20 <laughs> years ago, so nobody would know who I'm talking about. So 20 years if, ago. If you happen to be listening and were around Opelika 20 year ago, years ago, you know who I'm talking about. And it was kind of funny because he would he would lace them shoes up tight, and he would try to out sprint the entire team to the sideline. And he was not the head coach, not like Dabo or anybody like that. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Fort Payne will go on defense first tonight, kicking, uh, they'll be kicking from our right to our left. Decatur has number 23, uh, Dre Netherton. No, excuse me, that's going to be Dayton Swoops, who's a running back. And you got your, uh, your little fancy binoculars there. That's number I 17. I do have my fancies. Number 17, Trey uh, Greenwell. I'm trying to bring up my rosters. All right, and who's kicking off for Fort Payne? That's number 12. Yep, Connor Hughes kicking off. Time to start the 6A playoffs. Connor lines up. It looks like it's going to be a deep kick. He approaches. Nice, very nice deep kick. Might get, oh, and almost to the, yeah, he got to the end zone. He's going to no, field it at the one. He did not drop a knee, but he comes out to the 15. He's at the 20. Bounces off a tackler. Group tackled at the 25, Brian. Not bad, not bad coverage. Uh, Bennett was down there trying to make that gunner tackle at the 10, but missed it. But good, good starting field position uh, for the four-pane defense to uh, hold Decatur back inside the 30. All right. We'll see how it goes as we're now start start the first quarter. Yeah, they tend to run a lot of motions. Like I said, we mentioned earlier, they're number nine. They're, their best wide receiver is not going to be in the game. So, But number four at quarterback, um, Ellis Dickman is really good with the, with the ball in his hands. He throws it well. 
All right, Dickman does move a man in motion. He's going to stay right there at center. He's going to hand off, run up the middle. Fort Payne's there. He's going to get maybe two, fall forward for three yards. Yeah. Good tackle, good shedding blocks down there. Kyler Tuberville, Caleb Stiefel. If they gave him three, so it's going to bring up second and seven here on the opening drive for Decatur. As they look over, they get their signals from their coach on the sideline, no huddle. Three receivers, one far side, two near. Two men in motion now as they move one receiver to the far side. Fort Payne shifts. They bring another back over to near side. Quarterback takes snap. He's looking to throw. Not no, nobody's open. Fort Payne rushes. He's going to throw it out of bounds incomplete. Yeah. They do a lot of motion. I noticed on film, they, they like to shift around a lot. I'm not sure what they're trying to create a mismatch. Fort Payne's corners are playing an inside leverage. They're not head up of the wideouts, they're playing about two yards inside, so they must know something there about slants and trying to run these little stem routes to get inside. So Connor and Hayden both playing inside leverage on the on the, the guys that they're covering. All right, third and seven now for Decatur. Four receivers, three far side, one near side. Looks like they're gonna bring Carter Tinker off the corner. Quarterback's gonna run, he throws ahead. Oh, dropped it and good. Drop, incomplete, so they did not get the first down. That'll bring yep. it fourth. Tried to hit Braden uh, Dupper, the H-back, in the flats, and he was open, had it, and would have been a first down, but he dropped the ball. Ball was thrown slightly on his hip. Yeah. Uh, he had to, you know, but, you know, I've always heard if you can touch it, you can catch it. That's right. He should have caught it, but <laughs> Fort Payne bringing pressure off the edge with Carter Tinker. All right, Brandon, I'll put Brandon Oliver back at the Fort Payne 37-yard line to receive the punt. I have not gotten a good look at their punter. He was okay. He's It's not bad. He gets a nice spiral. Brandon is going to field it at the 36. He's going to come near side, sideline, and that's where he'll go down at the Fort Payne 40. That's where they'll take up shop. 10.52 to go in the first quarter. 0-0 game. Fort Payne on their first series now will have the ball at their own 40. Good field position. Yeah. Decatur's going to run. A, a, it, it's really Coach Elmore called it a 3-4, and he's right. It's a 3-4, but they're often going to bring those outside linebackers up. So it has a 5-2 look to it. They can play a lot of man coverage and bring safeties down to help on the run. He's got five on the line now. Yep. And they're going to hand it off to Bose. Bose trying to get outside. He's over to the far side trying to turn it up. He can't get the corner. Can't get the corner. He's going to get knocked out for no gain. Yeah, probably should have cut up a little quicker than that, tried to bounce it. And this is very similar to uh, the Gadsden City game where you can't really run sideline to sideline with these guys. They're going to be fast enough to stay with, uh, with Caden. They're actually going to back it up a half a football. It's going to bring up second and 10 now for Fort Payne. Yeah, I think it's going to probably be similar to what people have done the last couple of weeks with Fort Payne, daring them to throw the ball. Barnes takes a snap. He is looking to throw. He throws it across the middle, knocked down, no flag on the yeah, play. Tight, tight window there to try to get it to Silas, home, uh, Silas Cody. Skyler Cody, come on, Brian. Wake up. Yeah, he had to thread that one, and that, uh, yeah, course, that, that was tight. All right, that's going to bring up third and 10 for Fort Payne. As they have three receivers, yeah, they're, going going, they're going to do five receivers now to empty the backfield. Barnes stands at his 35-yard line. He takes a snap. They're only rushing three. He's looking to throw. There's a man over mm. there, and it's out of bounds, incomplete. So yeah. it's going to bring up fourth down. It would have been a would have been a good pass and good catch by uh, Marcus Ledford, but he just didn't get it there. Three and out for Fort Payne. All right, so Fort Payne fails to gain a yard on their first possession. 10:38 to go. They'll punt it back to Decatur. Looks like Marcus kind of came down hard on that. I hope he's okay. He was up, he was up high and came down hard on that hip. 
Yeah, he was up high and the Decatur man pushed him at the same time. Yeah. He's using Dax Varnador at punter tonight. That's not a bad decision. So Varnador takes a snap. He's going to run it a little bit rugby style. He punts it away. He's going to hit the receiver. He fumbles it for a second but falls on it. But it'll be Decatur ball at the 24-yard line. Yeah. That's a good swap right there. Fort Payne uh, caused a three and out, gave up a three and out. Now we're back to, to square one. This is where we started from. Yeah, we are back to square one. No score. But some uh, time off the clock. Yeah. I mean, the longer that Fort Payne can lengthen this game, uh, you got to believe that, that at some point Coach Elmore is going to have some uh, offensive scheme to figure out. All right, stack receivers near side. Quarterback's going to roll this way. Mm -hmm. He's going to throw it to one of them. He catches at the 30. He's knocked out of bounds yeah. by... Number 22, Connor Kinsley. There. Connor Kinsley knocks him out of bounds. Yeah, just a little flat route. Connor and, and, and Alex Akins had to banjo. We, we used to call it banjo where you know, one guy goes out, one guy goes in, and Connor wasn't able to get to his guy. He caught the ball for a seven-yard game. So it's going to be second and three for Decatur. Two men in motion now. Three receivers. Quarterback's going to hand off the running back up the middle, looking for a hole. Fort Payne clogs it. Yeah, good job on the run stop He's going to get about a yard gain on that one. It's going to bring up third and one. Yep. yep. Kylan Tuberville making a big pile up there in the middle. Caden Kilgore, uh, Jack Goggins, all those guys up on the front. Hayden Presley really clogging that middle. Good job by those guys. All right, third and one now for Decatur with 9.59 to play in the first quarter. 0-0 zero, zero game. I'd look sweet this side. We got everybody over here trying to out leverage Fort Payne. And Coming running back's going to bounce out this oh, way. Oh, man. Fort Payne missed tackle. He's bounced out to the 50. He's at the goes mm. out of bounds about the 40 four-yard line of Fort Payne. Yeah, <clears throat> had, had him in the backfield, and he just slipped through and made a play. I think, I think uh, Bennett Blanks came through, had a chance to grab him. Um, Ryan Kirk running back for Decatur, and, and Bennett had him in the backfield, and he slipped loose and then broke free for about 20 yards. Hayden Harrell finally brought him down for Fort Payne. First and 10 now for Decatur. Again, man in motion. Yeah, they, they take do a lot receiver. of shifting. Quarterback's going to hand it off again to running back. He bounces out near side. He gets through some hand tackles, and he's they're going to call him down at the 38-yard line after a gain of six. I'm not sure he went down, though, Brian. Yeah, it was. It, he called him down, but it had a very similar look to uh, those guys where the, the bounce off the tackler, and he never. I don't think he ever hit the ground, but uh, they called him down, so full pain gets a break there. All right, it's going to bring up second and four for Decatur as they're running on man on man in late. Yeah, number three's going out, bringing in number 23. He's going to line up behind the quarterback, Dickman. Dickman takes a snap. He turns, hands off to 23. 23 finds a hole and gains a couple yards on that play. It's going to bring up third and two. Yeah, need a big stop here. Probably going to have to clog the line and try to run run blitz here for Fort Payne. 8.51 to play. Third and two now for Decatur in Fort Payne territory. They're on the Fort Payne 30 seven-yard line. Big stop here. Decatur with two receivers far side. They're going to put two men in motion. Far side as well as they move over to that side. They're going to run it up the middle, though, as he tries to bounce right. Fort Payne clogs it up, no. but he snakes through for a first down, Brian. Yeah, I got about two or three yards. Fort Payne trying to clog it up. and um, Decatur just kind of... It was, it was not very much to gain, so it wasn't going to, they didn't have to do a whole lot. But they give him the 34-yard line of Fort Payne. That's going to bring up first and 10, 8.20 to go here in the first quarter, 0-0 game. 
Decatur motioning every play. Yeah, they do. They have a lot of shifts and a lot of motions. Now they got two running backs flanking the quarterback, Dickman, in the backfield. They bring one of those men up, another man in motion out of the receiver far side. Turn, hat to the running back. He's going to follow his blockers up the middle for a pain there. Good for job by Caleb Stiefel. Looks like a two-yard gain on that one. Bring up second and eight. Good job by Caleb Stiefel coming in and clogging that middle there. Taking on that runner. 7.45 and counting here in the first quarter. Second and eight for Decatur. Four Payne's going to need to rotate those defensive linemen a lot tonight because you can feel like Decatur's going to try to impose their will with the run game. Quarterback comes up to center, gives him a audible possibly. Going to throw, throw quickly in the flat mm. over the middle. Caught, ball is caught for a first down. Yeah, apparently he saw something there and just threw a little seam route there to number 11 or number 20. That's going to move the ball to the Fort Payne 24-yard line, 23-yard line for Fort Payne. Yeah. Decatur wholesale changing their skill players. Looks like they're bringing some beef in there at the H-backs. 7-10 and counting. First and 10, Decatur. Again, they hand it off. Follow his blockers. Fort Payne there. He, gains, he gains a yard on the play. Is that Kylan, I think? Maybe Kylan Tuberville? Yes. Kylan Tuberville yeah, on that broke, tackle. Broke that, broke, that, broke that block and came across. Nice play by him. I think they're trying to do some Cherokee yeah, they were stuff. Trying, yeah, they were. They had two H-backs in. looked like linebackers or defensive linemen that, that came to the right side, and they acted like pull blockers to try to kick on the outside. Boy, Decatur shifts. <laughs> it's every play. All right, three receivers for Decatur. Two far side and one near. Again, quarterback takes snap. He looks for that same throw good in the play. middle. Nice Broken play. up by Fort Payne. Yeah, good play. Same pass they threw for, uh, just a second ago for a first down, and Tyler Wooten on coverage there breaks on it and makes a play. Good play. He broke on it and got there a little up before the ball and was able to knock it down. 6.30 to go. Clock is stopped. Third and nine for De Decatur. 0-0 zero, zero game. Be a big stop right here for Fort Payne if they can force a field goal to 10. They've got four receivers currently. I say currently because they might put a man in motion. Yeah, there's shift, won't they? Oh, that's oh, motion. Moved. There they go. Yeah, Decatur moved. Back him up five. I think the band for Decatur's finally here. First penalty of the game, yep. You're right, band rolls in when they roll in, don't that's they? That's it. But we can't blame them because we've driven through Huntsville ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> tough drive. All right, third down and 14 for Decatur. 6.30 to go here in the first quarter. Big play for the Fort Payne secondary if they can hold this. Quarterback takes snap. He's looking to throw. Fort Payne bringing pressure. Yes, and they're going to bring Got it him. down. Good job. Draw Carter Tinker off the edge and even up the middle. The guys uh, just getting really good push by those interior guys. Mason Chandler in there now. Um, let me tell. Well, what else is down? Let me tell you what. Let's see. Fourth down. They're going to go for this. How are they going for this? They're surely they're not. It's like fourth and almost twenty. Fourth and nineteen is what they're calling it. They got to punt this. Three receivers. Four receivers. Just quarterback. Throw it up. He's going to throw it for them. He has a man with position, but it's too far ahead. Go. Incomplete. Good job. Good job by the defense. Four pain there. Nice to hear the crowd getting into it as well. Turnover on downs. Four pain. I was going to say what. What is dropped is uh, Patterson's Music and Jewelry's Holiday go. Open House. Go ahead. Special. You get 25% off jewelry, 10% off Benchmade knives just this weekend. Don't miss out. Stocked up for Christmas with a new shipment of PV guitars, keyboards, sound equipment, and accessories. Come by soon and lay away for Christmas. That's it. Patterson's Music and Jewelry. 
where their prices are down. Let's see what Four Payne does on this second series here. 5.52 to go here in the first 0-0 score. Four Payne's going to hand it off. Late. Number one, but Decatur's there in yeah, the backfield seven, for a loss. We had him. Somebody just let him go. He was sitting there waiting on the edge, and, and Marcus had no opportunity there. I don't know what. There's a missed block, a missed assignment on that play. All right, that was a loss of six on the play. Mm. It's going to bring up second and 16. They're going to call it 15. Yeah, we talked with Coach Elmore about not getting behind the chains, and that's that's the last thing you need on a play like this. All right, four pain trips far side, one receiver near side. DeBose flanks. Varnador, Varnador fakes the throw. He's going to throw it oh, out. No, Nobody no. there, and that's going to be intercepted. Nobody's there but Decatur. Decatur, he's at the 50. He's at the 40, the 35, the 30. Nobody's there. He's going to score probably 10-5. Touchdown, Decatur. Yeah. Ill-advised pass by Dax to just sling it up there and try to make something happen. I know he's just trying to give his guy a chance, but there was nobody there except the Decatur defensive back, and he takes it about 60 yards for a pick six, and Decatur's up 6-0. Mm. All right, so with 5-10 to go, Decatur strikes first on a pick six, leading 6-0 as they try for the extra point. Yeah, and I know Coach Elmore's going to talk. And Dax, you know, he's just trying to lay it out there for him. And, uh, just put it right out there where the only guy that could catch it was the Decatur guy. And the extra point is up and good. All right, so with 5-10 to go in the first quarter, Decatur strikes first. They lead the Fort Payne Wildcats 7 to nothing. We'll take a 30-second break. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! We are back in Wildcat Stadium as Decatur strikes first tonight in the first round of the playoffs as they lead 7-0 on a pick six here with 5-10 to go in the first quarter. Uh, looking around, uh, Hatton's up 14-0 on Pisgah. Faulkville up 14-0 on Collinsville. But Geraldine's up 7-0 on Winfield and Sylvania's up 7-0 on Fayette County. Yeah, Oxford and Garndale tied 7-7 in the first quarter. Fort Payne's going to have to really look at and I think Coach Elmore's probably going to do some, try to try to establish some run. We're going to have to get some some mileage out of our running backs up the middle. Maybe go Bennett Blank some just to try to force some yardage upfield. All right, here's the kickoff from Decatur. It's going real to, short. It's going real short. It's going to hit at the 15, but Fort Payne fields it. He gets all the way up to the 26-yard line where Fort Payne will start. They're going to say 25-yard line. First and 10 for Fort Payne. Gaston City leads Coleman three to nothing. Scottsburn Brewer tied zero to zero. Five minutes ago here in the first quarter in Fort Payne, Alabama. First round of the playoffs. Fort Payne hosting the Decatur Red Raiders. Let's see if they try to go maybe up some of the middle of the Dax again at quarterback. Barndor again in at quarterback. DeBose flanks him to his left. Trips again far side for Fort Payne. One receiver near side. They put up a Fort Payne, puts a man in motion. Arndor looking to throw long again. Brandon Oliver trying to get leverage. Yeah. Defender there. makes a good yeah, play. Yeah, a good play. He was covered the whole way. Didn't really have an opportunity there. It's going to 
Gonna bring up second and 10 now for Fort Payne. A little under five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Trailing seven to nothing. Ball on their own 25 yard line. Fort Payne getting the signal. They don't huddle as well. Getting the signal from their coaches. Everybody's in tight right now. Yeah. Barnador under center. He's going to turn, hand the ball to Bostos, trying to come near side, yeah, trying to get the corner. He does. And he gets knocked out of bounds at the 32-yard line. Picked up some there. That's not bad. That's going to make a manual third down. It's going to be third and see where the stick man's going. So they're saying it's going to be third and two. Very manageable third down here for Fort Payne. 435 to go in the first. They call something. Oh, they look, they're looking at the clock. Yeah, I wonder if that. Okay, yeah, they put some time back on the clock. 4.50 to go. 7 nothing Decatur. Third down and two from the Fort Payne 28, I mean 30, sorry, 34 yard line. 33 yard line. Yeah. I'll add it up in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit all you're the just, numbers. I'll just, getting, just keep reading around. You're getting warmed up. Just yes. give yourself a break there. I may try a quarterback run here. No, uh, Jake's in now at running back. Right, Barnes is in. Two, two running backs. He's going to hand off to Akins. Akins finds a hole, and he's going to push forward. Looks like for DeCab fix it. First down. Yeah, nice pickup. Here we go. First down, Fort Here we go. First first down for Fort Payne tonight. Four forty-four to go here in the first quarter, trailing seven nothing Fort Payne with the ball on the decade on the Fort Payne. Where'd they set it down on the Fort Payne thirty-five? Seeing Aaron Wright coming in to spell uh, Will Patton. Will have had a stinger earlier in the week, and it looks like he's nursing it a little bit right now, trying to get that thing to loosen up. Barnes in a quarterback. He hands off to Bennett Blanks. Bennett Blanks takes four or five people with him. Yeah, as he gains four yards and, up to the 40. We talked about that with Coach Elmore. He's going to have to use every bullet in his gun tonight, and, and if that means Bennett has to run more, he's going to have to run more because he's uh, you got to you got it's all hands on deck uh, to try to win this first playoff game. It'll be second and a long six for Fort Payne at the Fort Payne 39-yard line. Uh, off to 24 blanks blanks gets around the tackle he turns it up yeah Bennett Bennett is one guy that, that can make a difference in a game for four pain and give them an opportunity so it's close to a first down Brian let's yeah. see what they're gonna do they're giving it to him I think they gave it to him and yeah. they do give him the cap fix it first down and they pull Bennett real quick just to give him a blow they don't want to use him up here in the first quarter just trying to get in and get some, steal some yardage with Big Bennett in there to run, and they did on that play, getting another first down, getting close to midfield. Farnador in the quarterback, 3.45 to go here in the first quarter. Fort Payne trailing 7 0 to Decatur. Farnador takes snap, he turns around, hands back off. Not, that's okay, two or three yards. Picks up, uh, they're going to give him two yards. Alex, yeah. Alex Akins. Using Alex and Bennett, mixing in with Caden to give him a blow every now and then and try to. Maybe go uh, a little bit more straight ahead versus sideline to sideline. Decatur's going to be able to run with us sideline to sideline, so got to be able to run in the interior with them. It's going to bring up second and eight from the Fort Payne 47 yard line. Three receivers for Fort Payne, two far, one near side. Akins in the backfield with Barnador. 
He takes a snap, fakes the handoff. There you go. The middle, That's nice. Oh, did he miss it? Golly. It. Great pass by Dax there. Just a little, that looked like an RPO on that one. I don't know if it was called play, but had Brandon on a little seam, stem, a little quick skinny post. He had the inside step and just yeah, could hang on. Yeah, boy, it was good. that was a good throw by Dax there. It's going to bring up third and eight for Fort Payne here, almost at midfield. Three minutes to go left in the first quarter. Now Fort Payne has two running backs back with Varnador, three receivers. Warner takes a snap, drops back, looking to throw. Nobody there. He rolls out right, looking downfield. He does. He lets it loose. Golly. Threw it right. Hopefully, okay, it's incomplete. Incomplete. Bring up fourth down now for Fort Payne. So Fort Payne will bring in the punt team. 2.54 to go here in the first quarter. Yeah, I remember earlier in the season we played Gadsden City and had that quick pick six early in the game and really kind of put Fort Payne at a disadvantage. Really, right now, if Fort Payne can just stay calm, play their defense, not try to, uh, don't give them easy, easy points like that first one. Um, you know, there's still opportunity to stay inside this ball game. Door with the punt. Nice Good one. Night. He knocked the fire out of that one. That's going to hit <laughs> at the 10 and oh roll all the way to the end zone. I don't think Dax meant to hit it that good. He unloaded on that. Yes. That was a 55 yard punt. Good gracious. All right, let's see. 2.45 to go here in the first quarter. Fort Payne losing, not losing, but trailing seven to nothing. I guess it's losing, but trailing seven to nothing. That's a better way to say it, Brian. It's a euphemism. Yes. <laughs> and that's going to put Decatur with this series starting at their own 20-yard line after the touchback. Decatur right now, three receivers, one man. They put one man in motion, moves over to the far side. They're going to hand it off to the running back up the middle. Fort Payne, of course, clogs the hole. It doesn't yeah. get very much on that first. It looks like that's their first play almost every. Yeah, good job on the interior. Those guys, Hayden Presley, Colin Tuberville, uh, Luke Miller, Caleb Stiefel, all those guys in the interior just really clogging things up, doing a great job holding up their box. And hopefully the offense has given them enough rest that they can uh, have some longevity here. They give them two yards. It's going to be second and eight from the 22-yard line. Decatur with four receivers. Quarterback Dickman looking to throw. He's there and out long, and that's going to be way overthrown. Yeah. Pass incomplete. Bring up Good third coverage. down. Good coverage by Hayden. Pre I mean Hayden Harrell there. Well, we said Decatur's band wasn't here. As soon as they walked in the stadium, they started playing, bro. They're here now. They're here now. And you'll be able to hear their band over our mic because they're directly across from us. Yeah, they're shooting it right at us. <laughs> they jumped in the stands and cranked it up, didn't they? <laughs> All right, here we go. Third down, Brian, and eight. Big third down for Four Payne early in this game. Need to stop right here and get a get a field position. Quarterback takes a snap. He's looking down, looking over this side to throw. A little too far, pass incomplete. Yeah. Be fourth he, and eight. He hasn't timed up very well. He's he's got an incredible arm, and Coach Elmore mentioned that in our interview earlier. He's got a great arm. He's not the most accurate quarterback. He's not giving his guys a lot of times opportunity to make a catch. Yeah, he's had some open receivers. Yeah, and they're, they're, it's not, yeah, they're, they're pretty open if he can get it to him, but he hadn't been able to get it to him. Of course, the one he did on a third down play, the guy dropped it off his hip. All right, Brandon Oliver is back for Fort Payne, and he's going to be standing at Fort Payne's 45. Oh, my Almost goodness. blocked by Blanks, and actually he may have got it. It's I think he tipped straight it. up. Good, Fort Payne. Catch it. Great job by Bennett by miss, uh, 
getting that guy to miss his spot, and now we're we're already in their field position, in their territory. So Fort Payne will start first and ten at the Decatur 45, best field position of the night. With yep. Two minutes to go here in the first round. Really good job there. Fort Payne can get some drives going here. I mean they they're in this game. All right. You know, the quarterbacks, they switch them out. Jake Barnes, I believe, is in right now. He is. He's flanked by two running backs either side. He's going to hand it to Bose. Bose trying to sweep right. He turns it up like the, like the specialist wanted him to do, but nothing there. <laughs> That's my bad. <laughs> no gain on the play. Bring up second down and 10. He did stop and try to turn it up, but the motion was going his way. Yeah. And they, they plugged that hole. Farm door back in. Indicator's not small up front, Brian. No, they're not. <laughs> it, it's pretty typical for four paint and 6A ball in North Alabama to be uh, undersized. All right, Varnador back in. He's looking to throw. He fakes it. He puts it, throws it, throw it downfield. Yeah. Nobody there. The pump action. Yeah, they didn't bite, and they're, they're athletic enough to bite and then still stay in coverage. Schuyler tried to do a, a little pump and go there, and it wasn't, it wasn't there. That's going to bring up third down and 10 for Fort Payne with a minute 24 here to go in the first quarter. Trailing Decatur, 7 to nothing. Yeah, lots of – they just got to find different – I mean, there's – Coach Elmore's creative enough. They'll figure out what to kind of – Five wides now for Fort Payne. Decatur rushing four. Good pass. There nice we go. Nice pass to – to Ledford for a DeKalb fix it first down. Yep, good throw by, by Dax there, completing that to, to Marcus. He gets it down to the fort, to the Decatur, I'm sorry, Decatur 33, they'll be first and 10. With a minute 17 to go in the first quarter, trailing seven nothing. That was a nice throwing, yep. throwing catch. Ledford's gonna, Ledford's gonna come out, or is he gonna come this side? Nope, he's gonna set up near us. Yeah, I've got, got Tinker and, and Bennett in. Like we're going to go heavy dose of 24 here. Is Varnador still quarterback? Yeah. Yes. He's going to hand off to 24. Bennett. Bennett breaks through the line. Pushes yeah. forward for about seven yards, six yards. Yeah. That's. They're they're really using Bennett in a really creative way, uh, getting him in there, getting some yardage out of him, and then getting him off the field and not trying to wear him out by keeping him in the entire drive. Barnes comes in for Varnador. Let's bring up second down and five. They're I think going to Bennett, say five Bennett's like patting it. his chest like, "Give it to me again. I can handle it." 55 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Second down and five for Fort Payne. Barnes now in at quarterback. Got Caden in there. I wouldn't be surprised if Ben is the lead blocker now. Ledford and Cody near side, nobody far side. He's going to hand is. it off to DeBose. Ben it's going to be the head blocker. DeBose trying to snake through, but Decatur's there for about maybe a yard gain. Yeah, No gain, actually no gain on that play. Yeah, real athletic defense. They're going to be chasing and, and filling and scraping and all those things that the defense is supposed to do and Fort Payne's just going to have to find those gaps and those openings throughout the night and see if they can inch their way into the end zone. All right, 17 seconds here to go in the first quarter. Let's see if they get the playoff. Bennett's hollering at them for something. And I think he's saying, give me the ball. Let me let me run it. Third and five, five seconds. And they're going to probably let the clock run out. And they do. So that's the end of the first quarter. Fort Payne trails Decatur 7 to nothing. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Twin City Used Car says, Go, Go Cats!
All right, welcome back to Wildcat Stadium here in Fort Payne, Alabama for the first round of the playoffs. Fort Payne trails the Cater Red Raiders seven to nothing as we get ready to start the second quarter. Uh, Brian, what you think so far? Hang on, let me get that sneeze out. <laughs> While he sneezes, Sorry. we'll tell him, tell us what you think so far. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's uh, the game's laying out about like I, I thought we thought it would, and probably Coach Elmore would have said, yeah, this is probably what I expected. Certainly didn't want to give them that cheap touchdown with a pick six. But uh, Fort Payne, like they do every week, is hanging in there with a team that's severely bigger than them and, and, and much faster, or as fast as Fort Payne in most positions, if not faster. And Fort Payne is finding little ways to dink and dunk their way down the field, and they're in, within striking distance now. All right, here's where we start the second quarter. They're handing off to Aikens up the middle. He pushes forward for about, about four like, yards. Yeah, yeah I think they're going to try to. It's going to bring a fourth and one, Brian. Um, yeah, I'm guessing they're going to go for this. Let's see what they do here. I don't know Bennett's if Bennett Blanks is calling yeah. for it. And he's going to put him in. I don't know. You'd almost want a decoy to him because. Well, but. <laughs> but, but there he is going to be. Yeah, everybody, know, everybody in the stadium knows he's getting it. Yep. All right, so they're going to put uh, Brandon Oliver far side. I can't see who's over here near side. Skylar Cody. Skylar Cody. Bennett Blanks, your lone running back. Barnes in the quarterback. He'll turn a hand to Blanks. Blanks trying to bounce his way, and he's going to get wrapped up, and he is yeah. not going to get it. And yeah. that's going to be—he's going to lose lose a yard. That that wasn't his. That's not his. His best move is is not looking for a hole and bouncing. His best move is downhill in one gap and go after it. And it, as soon as he paused, as soon as he sidestepped, and that. To Decatur's credit, they got some penetration there, made him sidestep, and once that happened, he had no shot. So first down and ten now for Decatur on the their own 26-yard line. Here's we get ready, we start the second quarter as they hold Fort Payne on downs. Quarterback turns, hands off running back. He tries to count, get outside. He does. He gains about seven seven yards on that play. He's gonna bring a second and three for yeah, Decatur. Good downhill run. Uh, nice pickup on first down for Decatur. All right. Looks like a little tempo here for Decatur. They got three receivers near side. Again, they hand it off at the middle. He finds a hole. He gets a first down up to the Decatur 38-yard line. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna try to pound it up the middle. Uh, Will Patton still on the sideline nursing that neck. So Fort Payne's going to have a short rotation at, at, on that defensive line spot. They're going to have to really bow up. Gave him the 39, so first down and 10 from the Decatur 39. 10-29 to go here in the second quarter. Again, handoff to running back. He tries to come out this side. He picks right. up about four yards on that play. Getting too much on first downs, Fort Payne. Um, just giving up size right there. He's just bouncing like Caden normally does and getting outside and making some, making some runs, getting close to midfield. It's going to be second down and six for Decatur. They've really done mostly just running. Yeah. They haven't thrown very many passes. Quarterback turns. He's going to fake the handoff. He rolls out. Four Payne's there. He gets it to the man, but he picks up about two yards. Good defense by number 11 for Four Payne. Alex Aikens on the coverage there. Nice coverage. Gives a big Four Payne uh, third down opportunity here. It's going to bring up third down and five for Decatur. Let's see, that was, that was third and four. I apologize. Third and four. 9.40 to go here in the second quarter. 
Fort Payne trailing seven, nothing. See the defense can stand up here. Three receivers for Decatur. Running backs behind the quarterback, Digman. He gets the handoff up the middle. He finds oh, a hole. Gracious. He's loose. Tries to get, he breaks a tackle. He's still running at the 35, still running at 30, breaking tackles, finally hit and brought down at the 30-yard line. Yeah, big pickup on third down there and all the way down inside the 30 for Decatur. Now that was mostly running back on that one. Yeah, found a hole. Really didn't expect a run play on third and four. I thought they might throw it, but they gave a run up the middle and he picked up the first down. All right, first and 10 from the, the Fort Payne 30-yard line now for Decatur. They're going to fake the handoff oh, throw wow. for the quick quick slant. Yeah, that was an RPO there. They saw a man covering on, on 20 peel off, and when he did, he was wide open. First down first inside down. the Aikens red zone. Yeah, Four Paints just having to throw everything at Decatur to try to slow this offense down. Cater picks up uh, four yards on that play. It's going to bring up another. Going to give him three yards. Second and seven now from the Fort Payne 13-yard line. You can see, I, I start to see, even though it's the second quarter, Bennett's getting a little bit winded, having to use him so much on offense that he just doesn't have the pop in his step that he had in the first quarter. And all right, well, Coach Elmore, nope. Yeah, Coach Elmore is going to call a timeout. We'll take a 30-second with him with 8.19 to go here in the second quarter. Fort Payne trails Decatur 7-0. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Welcome. Welcome back to Wildcat Stadium. Second down and eight now for Decatur in Fort, deep Fort Payne territory inside the Aikens red zone as they have the ball on the Fort Payne 13-yard line. Leading seven to nothing. Quick throw, out pattern, man has it. Not quite enough for a first down though. Yeah, good coverage by Connor. That was a good pass. That was actually a good pass by the Decatur quarterback that time. They gave him uh, a little over six yards on that play, so it's gonna bring up third and two. It's gonna be a short two though. Yeah, they're going to clog up. They're going to have this, uh, those two big H-backs on the right side. Now they're shifting, shifting to this side. I don't know if they're going to come run side. Now they're going to come back that trap block the other side. They come up the middle. Hey, four Payne stopped there. them. He only picks up a yard. It's going to bring fourth and one, Brian. Yeah, I think Decatur's probably going to go for this. Uh, the stick didn't move, but I thought it gained a yard. It did gain a yard. They've got to get to the five-yard line. Big, big, big fourth down play by Fort Payne right here. It's actually a long yard, just a little over a yard to go. Decatur shifts off to the left side. They bring the running back up. Dickman takes the snap, hands off, and the running back has plenty of room as he gets the ball down to the two-yard line. First down. It's going to bring a first down and first and goal now for Decatur from the Fort Payne 
looks like two yard line. Yeah, they've got two two run plays off of those two H backs stacked behind the tackle and the tight end. And one's one strong side, one's weak side, a trap block, and, and others a sweep. And Fort Payne's got to give they up something. Dickman hands off to running back number one, who's stacked up. Well, looks like no gain on that play. Bring up second down and yeah, two. Fort Payne's fighting with everything they got right now, just to try to keep this game seven nothing, or at worst ten seven. I mean ten nothing. Second goal now for Decatur. Seven minutes to go here in the second quarter. Leading Fort Payne seven to nothing. Fort Payne trying to make a stop right here. Dickman, the quarterback, he again fakes the handoff. He's gonna run, try to take it himself, and he's gonna walk in. Touchdown Decatur. Six forty-seven to play. Decatur strikes again. They now lead Fort Payne thirteen to nothing here in the second quarter. Extra point is up and good. So with six forty-seven to go, Fort Payne now trails Decatur fourteen to nothing. We'll take a quick break. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Twin City Used Car says, Go Cats! at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Welcome back in. Uh, here in the second quarter, Decatur has struck again, leading Fort Payne now 14 to nothing with 6.47 to go, Brian. Yeah, great drive by Decatur there. Just uh, a lot of run plays, a lot of run heavy. Um, Picking up yard, chunk yards on each play, and eventually the touchdown. All right, kick off a short one, fielded at the 10-yard line by Fort Payne, up to the 20. Goes around the left side, 25, goes out of bound about the 18. That's where they'll stack, that's where they'll start. Now, it's never too early to start thinking about Christmas. At Hillier Properties, for Christmas, how about your own private workspace, Brian, or cozy getaway right outside your back door? Yep. This month, only get 10% off Hillier's Max Steel, or Four Seasons Wooden and Metal Storage Buildings at Hillier Properties. Never too early to start about talking about Christmas. I was reading something where as soon as Halloween was over, people were putting up Christmas decorations. It's unbelievable, so fast. I got to have some turkey and dressing first. Yeah, we, I mean, we're just skipping Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right, 6.42 to go here in the second quarter. Fort Payne now trails Decatur, 14 to nothing. Ball on their own 26-yard line, 27-yard line. Man in motion, Fort Payne. They turn and give it to DeBose. DeBose trying to sweep near side. Decatur runs him down. Only pick yeah. up, no, pick, no gain on that play. Yeah. That play is not working, Brian. No, it's not there. Uh, other scores, Gadsden City now leading Coleman 13 to nothing. Oxford leading Gardendale 14 to seven in the first quarter. Uh, Scotchboro up 14 to nothing on Brewer. Muscle Shoals leading Hazel Green 21 to nothing. Arab leading East Limestone 20 to seven. They were give about half yard on that one. So it's gonna be second and a long nine. 6-10 to go. Larnador looking to throw. He escapes. He throws ahead and throws out of bounds. Yeah, bring up second down and long. 
I mean, third down and long. When you run, when you runs, um, runs aren't establishing anything. It's hard to have play action because nobody feels the threat right now. Uh, five up, 20 to nothing on Red Bay. Hartzell leading Buckhorn 28 to nothing in the second quarter. Thompson leading Huntsville 6 nothing. Sylvania leading Fayette County 7 to nothing. Third down and nine now for Fort Payne. The monitor takes a snap. He's looking to throw long. He throws it up and completely yeah. out of bounds. Yeah, nothing there right now. So it's going to bring up fourth down. Fort Payne will have to punt here with six, a little under six minutes to go in the second quarter. Monador will step back to punt now. Gaston City's receiver will be back at the 50-yard line. So I said Gaston City again, didn't be Decatur. Decatur? Yeah, you just said, I think because you just said Gaston City. I had that on my mind. <laughs> I'm going to blame that one on you. Okay, I'll take it. Our Decatur man back at his actually 43-yard line. Monador back to punt for Fort Payne. Snap. Monador rug pit, and that Ooh, one's right. off the front of his foot. And that one is going to take a Fort Payne bounce, luckily, because that was not pretty at all. No. <laughs> it and ends up being about a 30-yard punt. It is. It's going to be about a 30-yard punt. 35 or 40. But it's going to go out at the Decatur 37. So what looked ugly turned wonderful. Yeah, it had an opportunity to hit you know, several Decatur players in the back, which would have been Fort Payne ball if they could have recovered it. It looked like he only got it head high. It was very, very low. All right, 5.47 to go here in the second quarter. Fort Payne trailing Decatur 14 to nothing. I don't even know where I'm getting Gadsden from. It's just not even, not even with the same letter. <laughs> All right, four wides now for Decatur. Three on the far side, one near side. Dickman takes the handoff. Fakes, fakes the handoff. He rolls around right. Fort Payne's there. He picks up uh, three yards on that play. They're getting like two two yards on the first downs, but then their second downs have been productive. Yeah. They're just, just pounding it away right now. And Fort Payne is just having to play perfect defense to stop anything. All right, second down and seven for Decatur at their own 40-yard line, leading 14-0 over Fort Payne. They put all three receivers in motion. Two are moving this side, one comes back to the running back. They hand it off to him, he sweeps near side, has a hole, picks up a first down up to the 50 yard line. Yeah, Kobe King on the tackle when your safeties are making tackles, that's too far downfield. First and 10 now for Decatur from midfield. Five minutes to go here in the second quarter. Decatur with two receivers. Dickman in the shotgun for Decatur. Takes a snap, throws a quick out pattern. Man was bobbling out of bounds. They're going to give him the pass. They're going to give it to him. He was bobbling it, Brian. <coughs> wow. He was yeah. bobbling that pass. They gave it to him, though, so that's a pickup of seven yards. That was a, not a great call. Yeah, I didn't think it. I didn't think it was. I didn't think he caught that. The receiver called it, bobbled it up in there, did not have possession. Looked like he was out of bounds when he grabbed it, but they're they're going to say he caught it. So second down and three for Decatur. Turn the hand off the running back. He tries to bounce outside. He does. Finds a hole. He's up to the down to the 30. He's down to the 25. Still rolling, and they're going to drop him down to the 25 for another first down for Decatur. Mm -hmm. Find the first inside the 25 yard line. And then Decatur first. You got to believe that four pain defense is starting to get a little bit. 
uh, winded right now, even though it's the second quarter. Just trying to hang in there, play tough with them. Four and a half to go here in the second quarter. Fort Payne trailing 14, nothing over to Cater. They hand it off to the, the man in motion. He's trying to get outside. Fort Payne's there, and somebody doesn't tackle him. He just bounces off of him for about a two-yard gain. Good play there by defense. They're going to give him one yard, so second and nine. This is where we need to be a little more stout here on second down. Yeah. A little under four minutes to go. What about a pick six, what do you think? I'll take it. I'll take a fumble. Oh, we got a it's like a motion there. Flag. Only, only the second flag of the, the night. Yeah, it's been a clean night so far as far as penalties are concerned. They're going to back it up five. I think both of them have been the illegal procedure by Decatur, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. That's going to be second down and 14 now with 3.44 and counting. Here in the second quarter, Fort Payne trailing Decatur 14 up, and the turnover will be big right here, Brian. Yeah. Dickman slaps his hands, takes the handoff, looking to throw that quick slant. Fort good, Payne's there, there incomplete. Good, good coverage by Kobe there. Forcing that window tight, and Dickman couldn't get it in there. It was very good coverage, nice read. So it's going to bring up third down and 14. Big down right here for Fort yeah. Payne defense. Three, 30 to go, clock is stopped. Decatur gets their play. Four receivers now for Decatur. Dickman in the shotgun. Looking to throw. He's going to roll right. Fort Payne rushing. Flushing him out. He's going to, looks like he's going to throw that one away. Good nice play. Nice defense by Fort Payne. Great play by Alex Akins on that. Staying with the route. Good, good leverage, good coverage. Initially from here, it looked like the quarterback was going to throw it away, but he laid it up with enough. Yeah, and it was a good pass by their court by Dickman to get it there, and, and, and Alex really Aikens made an excellent play on that. So Decatur's going to go for it here at fourth down and 14 from their own uh, from the Fort Payne 29-yard line. Yeah. 3:20 to go here in the second quarter. Need a turnover on downs right here. Dickman slaps his hand. He takes the ball. Fort Payne's not rushing. He finds a man oh, wide goodness. open over the middle. First down in the Aikens red zone all the way down the Fort Payne five-yard line. Left that guy uncovered. I don't know what happened there, but it's broken coverage. Wide open. Mm. First and goal. First and goal from the Fort Payne five. Decatur looking to put some more points on the board here before the half. Three minutes and counting. First and goal from the five. Inside the Aikens red zone. Dickman's going to turn, hand it off to the running back. He's trying to follow his blockers, bounces off a couple, but only gains a yard on that play. Going to bring up second goal from the four, Brian. Yeah. Four paints, but just firing all the bullets they got in the gun and trying to hang on here, keep this, keep this a two-score game. Second goal from the four. 2.30 to go here in the half. Quarterback fakes the hand. Nope, he does hand off to number one. Trying to get outside. Fort Payne chases him down. Like and got a flag. he's, he's in for a, a touchdown, but there is a flag on the play. A flag on the play. That's usually about where holding is, bro. Yeah, I would, I, it looks like in the same area that would I'll be a hold on this. It is. Going to be holding against uh, Decatur. It's going to back it up 10. 
Big break for four paint to try to hang in here right now at this point in the game. All right, 2.30 to go. Holding on to Cater, they walk it off. It's gonna put the ball back at the 14 yard line. It's gonna bring up second and goal from the 14. 2.30 to go. Fort Payne trailing 14 nothing to Cater. Man in motion, near side. They're gonna look through a far side. Man's there, oh, nice. bobbles it and hit. So pass is incomplete. Yeah, a little wheel, try to wheel route there. That's similar to that pass that was intercepted two weeks ago at Athens that Fort Payne threw and Caleb Stiefel's shot slides out there. As the ball is uh, hitting the receiver's hands, Caleb makes an excellent block or hit to knock the ball loose. All right, third and 14 now, 2.18 to go. Fort Payne trying to hold them right here. No more points on the board. Decatur with three receivers. Quarterback again looking to throw the end zone. And they're going to get oh, Fort nah. Payne for pass interference. I don't know about that. I don't know about either. It looks they like got, he's bumping. He, he, made, he made more contact than Connor did on that play. I don't know how that's going to be on Fort Payne. So that's going to give Decatur a first down with two, a little over two minutes to go. Looked to me like the receiver initiated contact with Connor, and if that's the case, that's really not a – there's nothing Connor can do. You could call that offensive pass interference. Should be half the distance, and it is. So it's going to be first down and goal now. Is it first down or third down? No, it's, it's third. It's going to be third down. I keep wanting to say first down on those. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, flags in, in high school ball that are not automatic like they are in college. All right, third and goal now from the Fort Payne seven-yard line. Four wides now for Decatur. Dickman looking to throw near side and zips it over there. Oh, it's picked. Oh, man. The pass well, Hayden, is incomplete. Hayden had position there, and I thought he had a chance to catch it for an interception. That would have been a big, big interception for Fort Payne if they could have done that. That stops the clock. Two minutes, fourth down and seven. Looks like Decatur may be sending on their field goal unit, Brian. Yeah. Smart play by Decatur to try to just get some points on the board right now. Two minutes and counting here in the first round, opening round playoff game between Fort Payne and Decatur. Big 98 for Decatur is set to field goal attempt. Kick is up. And it is through and good. So uh, two minutes to go here in the half, before the half. Decatur now leads Fort Payne 17 to nothing. We'll take a quick break. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Welcome, welcome back into Wildcat Stadium as it's getting close to halftime now. Two minutes to go. Fort Payne uh, with a defensive stop, but Decatur was add, able to add some more points, so they now lead Fort Payne 17 to nothing, Brian. Yeah, you'd have to call that at least partial win by Fort Payne there, at least holding them to the field goal. Offense has got to start getting rolling here. Right, there's a kickoff fielded at the 10-yard line before Payne. He runs up to 20. 
He's at the 25, trying to get on the right side. He's going to get pushed out of bounds about the 22-yard line, or no, 27-yard line. That's where Fort Payne will start this series. Well, we'd like to see some two-minute offense right here if possible. Yeah. Looks like they're going with uh, Jake Barnes here, Caden Dubose. They might try to spread and throw a little bit more here. All right, Fort Payne huddling up. Ball on the 27-yard line, first and 10. Just under two minutes to go in the half, trailing 17 to nothing to Decatur. Barnes in a quarterback. He takes snap, he turns, hands it off to DeBose. DeBose up the middle. And he gets some positive yards this time for yeah, DeBose. Not bad there. It's going to pick up three yards, going to bring up second seven. Brandon Oliver and Cody over near side for Fort Payne. Barnes in the shotgun, takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to Bose. Bose trying to get around left side. He finds a hole, ah. but they're going to get a flag. But a helmet comes off for Fort Payne. I don't know what that was. Or if it's hands to the face. Could be. No, nope, they're taking off, taking up the flag. And it looks like they only gave him a yard over there. So it's going to be. No, he's down a yard short of the first down. That's he's got it marked for. Him. Okay, I was looking at the. So it's going to be third and one. Third and a long one. Minute 24 to go here in the half. Fort Payne huddling up. Barnes has come over near side. For Trying a to get the play. Didn't know what was going on there for a second. Now he's running back. Plenty of time on the play clock, 30 seconds. Uh, game clock is moving, though. Minute yeah. 10 now. There, Fort Payne's <laughs> going to have to start getting in a hurry soon. Barnes takes a snap, hands off to DeBose. DeBose left side, gets to the cab, fix it first down as he moves it up bad. to a 43-yard line. Fort Payne will have to start going a little bit quicker here. Under a minute to play here in the half. And they're going, Fort Payne's going to take a timeout. We'll take a timeout with them with 53 seconds left here to go in the half. Decatur leading Fort Payne 7-0. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. We are back here in Fort Payne, Alabama. The opening round of the playoffs, Fort Payne hosting Decatur. Right now they're trailing Decatur, 17 to nothing. 53 seconds here to go till the half. Ball is on the Fort Payne 41-yard line. I just want to make sure I see the quarterback. I can't see the quarterback. Is that still Barnes? Looks like no, Barnes is still in. Oh, Barnador is in now. He's going to roll near side as he's looking downfield, and he's just going to throw it out of bounds. Yeah, not it's a lot there. It's going to stop the clock. 52 seconds left. Second down and 10. Fifty-two seconds left until the half. Fort Payne trailing 17 to nothing to the Cater Red Raiders. 
for Payne is the number two seed taking on the number three seed. Yep. Is that correct? Yep. And another timeout's called. We'll take a 30-second with them. 52 seconds left, 17 to nothing, Fort Payne trailing Decatur. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go All right, here we go. Second down and 10 for Fort Payne. 52 seconds left to go in the half. Fort Payne trying to put some points on the board. Trailing Decatur 17 to nothing. Uh, Vonador still in at quarterback, Brian. No, I can't tell now. I'm gonna have to take out my trusty binoculars. Yeah. Yes, Vonador's in. He had to turn, they're, they're sideways and it's hard to see their numbers. And we're not high enough to, to see the shoulder number. Right, uh, delay in this start. I'm not sure what we're waiting on. Everybody's looking around, looking over to the sideline. I think he's trying to change the time on the clock. Yeah. The white hat's looking at something. I don't know if he's looking at the clock. I think he's got a... a it's not a TV timeout. Or no. is it a TV timeout? No. <laughs> well, you know, Alabama High School, don't they broadcast these games? No. Just certain they, games? they do through the schools or through uh, different people that they send out. But I think he's trying to get a signal to to the time on the clock. It must be. It's 46 seconds left right now. Being in college games, this is always a TV timeout. Waiting on the old commercial to get over. The old Doritos commercial. Yeah. Evidently, he's not seeing the number he wants to see on the scoreboard. Yep. Now it's uh, .8 seconds. That's not right. So we're, we're trying to, okay. they're trying to get there at 46 now. 47. Is it close? 46. It's going back between 46 and 47. 47. 46.7. There we go. Dial the digits. <laughs> Got it. All right, now he's, he's, he's happy with it. Now we're set. 46.7 to go. Fort Payne on their own 41-yard line. Second down and 10. Barnador in at quarterback. He takes a snap. Looking to throw. Finds a man over Nolan Fowler. First time we yep. called his name. Good, good, good toss there. Gets nice pick up. Gets out of bounds, stops the clock. It's going to be just shy of the first down. It's going to be third and one. Clock is stopped, 42.1. Right at midfield, right on the 50. Fort Payne trying to get in scoring territory. Four wides for Fort Payne. Somebody's got to get on the line of scrimmage. That's an illegal formation. Yep, they're going to throw the flag. Yeah. So Fort Payne's going to back it up. Yeah, Fort Payne had five men in the backfield, and they were trying to send in. Schuyler wanted to come in motion, but he needed his, the guy beside him. I guess it was Marcus Lass. Somebody had to be on the line of scrimmage. They had too many men in the backfield on that play. and Got, got confused there, and, and then Schuyler jumped to try to move, and they called a flag on it. So now that makes it third and six. A little, a little tougher manual third down now. Varnador takes a snap. 
Looking to throw. Look, got a screenplay to DeBose. DeBose has go. a lane. He's he's McCaff picks it first down, gets down and out of bounds. Now they're gonna wind the clock hey, at the 44 yard line. They'll stop it till it spots, and Fort Payne's gonna spike or is gonna uh, first down, clock did, the ball. That did make it to Cab fix it first down. Far door under center, he's gonna clock it. Like Brian said, and the clock runs a little bit more than we wanted it to. Gotta have it gotta be a little faster on the finger pushing over there. <laughs> That's right next door. You're missing Claire over to yes. do something about it. Tell them they little work on that finger reaction. 22, 29.2 seconds, second down and 10 for Fort Payne. Be really big for Fort Payne to get something here. Ball is on the Decatur 44 yard line. Oh, got a uh, equipment. Equipment. Yep. That's our first equipment. Our first equipment. Uh, Decatur man goes off the field. Substitute comes back on. That man, now we got a timeout, or uh, not a timeout, but a stoppage in play. Let's see what they're looking at. Well, the clock initially said 28.2, and now it says 28.7, so let's see if. Uh, talking about it. Apparently it's a clock thing. The white hat is, is eyeballing the clock where everybody stands around and waits and sees what happens. What do you think it's going to be? What's the number? Give me a 29.2 is what they're doing, right, my friend. There it is right there. Okay. Is let's he see. happy with it? Well, though? Let's see if he's going to go with it. Okay, he's got it. <clears throat> That clock should be running. All right, 29.2, Varnador takes a snap. Again, he's looking to throw. He's going to take it himself. He's got plenty of room. He's at the 40. He's going uh, to have to get up and spike. Uh, picks up about seven yards. 28, 20.8 seconds. Clock stopped. Yeah, because Fort Payne called a timeout. All right, let's take a 30-second with them, Brian. 20.8 uh, seconds left to half. Fort Payne trails Decatur 17 to nothing. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. We're back as Miss Holly shows me back on. Thank you, Miss Holly, for waking me up. All right, 20, let's set the scenario, Brian. 20.8 seconds left to go in the half. Fort Payne threatening. Yeah. Third down from the Decatur 39-yard line. Be really nice to steal some points here right before the half. Fort Payne will get the ball in the second half too. Barndor looking for an out pattern. Yeah, Throws a little little heat on that one yeah. right through number one's hands. That's Skylar Cody. That's pretty hot, but. Still could make the catch. Yep. So, all right, fourth down and four. Most importantly, get the first down. 18.4 seconds now. Fort Payne trailing to Cater, 17 to nothing. Fort Payne trying to get close, get some points on the board. Varnador still in the game. He's in the shotgun. DeBose picks up his man. Another out pattern for that's Ledford. Short. I don't think he got it. He did not get it. So, that's going to be a turnover on downs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just 
Got to know where the sticks yeah, are. Yeah, lack of knowledge of where the first down was. And he's the, there's no stick, there's no nothing on this side of the field for Marcus to aim at to know that he's got a first down. So, so turnover on downs as Decatur will get the ball with 14.9 seconds left. I would expect Decatur probably just to run the clock out on it. They, they, they might run a play here just to see if they can get something. But <clears throat> All right, Dickman back at quarterback for Decatur. Two receivers. He's going to kneel down and down the ball. And they're going to take that to the house. All right, so at the end of the half, Decatur leaves, leads Fort Payne 17 to nothing. We'll take a break and be right back. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. Twin City Used Car says, Go Cats! This is Andy. Hello, I'm Ryan Trailer here with Will Patton, who is chosen as the Defensive Player of the Week for his performance last week against the Cherokee County Warriors. So, Will, what does it mean to be chosen as the Player of the Week this week? Well, I mean, it can mean a different variety of things, but Coach Elmore put it as I was an unselfish teammate who did his job all night and helped us win. So that's what it meant this week. Nice. Uh, how does it feel to end the regular season with an eight and two record? It feels good after coming off a I think a six and five last year. So you finally made it to the first round of the playoffs. How does this game affect your team and your mentality? Uh, we're just trying to treat it like it's a normal game. Go out there, play our best, leave it on the field. All right. How are you going to prepare in and out of practice for this week's big game? Uh, same thing I usually do, go 110% all the time, which I've been set back with a little minor tweak in my shoulder, but I'll be good Friday. We're going to win. Sounds good. Well, thank you for, for coming down and talking to me today. 
Uh, this has been Ryan Trailer FPTV. Go Cat. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Hey, we're here at uh, Wildcat Stadium, and Dylan has just pilot's license for Part 107C drone uh, pilot. Dylan, talk a little bit about, um, first off, talk a little bit about prepping for the drone license and kind of what the test was like. Well, the uh, test was a lot of studying. Uh, I had to, we were studying for about a month before we took the test, and it was a lot. It was a lot of knowledge I had to remember. A lot of stuff I had never learned before, but um, it was in the end, repetition. So, you've got the drone in your hands. Talk about that drone just a little bit. Okay, this is a Mavic 3 DJI drone. Um, it has four props on it. It's got a quadcopter. It has the um, the anti-collision light on the top, and it has a camera that we use for recording right here on the bottom. It also has sensors on the bottom of the drone, so on the bottom of the drone, so you can tell, so it can tell whenever or how high it is off the ground. Right, and it's and those two kind of help. It's got them on the sides and on the back as well. And then the camera is a Hasselblad camera. It's it's like a really nice camera that's got two cameras in one. Why don't you talk a little bit about? I, you know, a Part 107C, the C stands for commercial, so that means that you can actually go out and, and fly this and earn money legally. Talk about some of the opportunities that are coming up for that. Um, there's a lot of job openings for drones. It's always expanding. A uh, big market that's opening up right now is real realtors. Realtors are all looking for drone pilots to like survey land, and so are like roofers, roofers companies are wanting to uh, start using drones but the problems are on the roofs from a drone stuff having to climb up there um, military uh, military is always looking for drone operators um, line, like uh, power lines uh, they're starting to use drones to inspect power lines instead of having to send admin up there it's quicker and easier to use drones and uh, survey surveyors are starting to take advantage of drones Farmers are taking advantage of his drones to like. There's there's all kinds of opportunity opening up. It's right now the technology is changing so much that uh, it's it's crazy how much it's opening up. But anyway, I think they're uh, ready to do something up top. So Dylan, thanks for talking to us, and uh, wish you well with your drone license. Thank you. Thank you.
All right. All right. Back to you guys. We got a next. We'll have up an interview with Nolan Fowler, and we'll be right back with that. I'm Azir Costa, and I'm here with FPTV. Today I have Nolan Fowler, who is the Offensive Player of the Week. So, Nolan, tell us a little bit about the Cherokee County and the highlights of the game. Um, start of the game, we had uh, we got the ball. And I caught a bubble and had uh, a couple yards there, a couple other plays the first half, and coming out of the second half, had a big first down to help us score coming out of the the first half, so that was a big play of the game. How does it feel to end the 82 record? Um, it was it was good to get that win coming out um, to beat Cherokee County going into the playoffs, and it was good to come out second and get a home game for the playoffs too. That was big, but it all all goes back to the team and uh, the coaches. How are you going to prepare this week in and out for the practice of this week's game? Um, you know, we got Decatur coming in tomorrow night, and um, you know, I don't think we can do much different than what we've been doing all year. It's been working for us. Like, like you said, we're eight and two, so just got to watch film and uh, practice how we have been all year. So, looking forward to tomorrow's first round of playoffs. Do y'all treat this game any different as just a regular game? Um, you know, we know that half the state's already packing up. They're done with football, so. We're not taking that lightly because not everybody's getting getting to play this Friday, but we still can't. We're not going to put um, any pressure on us to perform because we have all year. So. Thank you, Nolan, for being here with us today. This has been Azir Costa here with FPTV. Go Cats! First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats!
the wall. That band is under the leadership of director Stephen Pass, Jacob McGraw, and Lenny Garrett. With assistance from Jay Scarrett, Will Wright, Morgan Hudson, and Jonah Brown. All right, that was the Fort Payne Wildcat Marching Band, plus a few other fans who are nearby, namely one of them, me, <laughs> that you could hear talking on the mic. Apologize. Uh, we got 58 seconds. Let me run over a few quick scores of area teams. Uh, let's see. Let me get that out with the old trusty app. All right, uh, Scottsboro is leading Brewer, throwing 24 to 7 in the third quarter. Sylvania is leading Fayette County, 21 to 6. North Sam Mountain is losing big time to Lexington, 49 to nothing. Uh, Valley Head all over Phillips of Bear Creek, 42 to 6. Pisgah leading Hatton, 24 to 20 at the half. Geraldine over Winfield, uh, first quarter showing here, 14 to nothing. Fife all over Red Bay, 41 to nothing here in the third quarter. Uh, Arab all over East Limestone in the second quarter, 33 to 7. Russell over Boaz, 49 to 3. Faultville all over Collinsville, 35 to 7. And Cherokee over Corner. 27 to 3. All right, here we go, Brian. Second half. Yeah. Uh, you think uh, what kind of adjustments you think Fort Payne might make? Well, <clears throat> I would expect, you know, we haven't talked a whole lot about this, but um, Jake took a hard hit at Athens two weeks ago, and we hadn't really discussed it. They've still been swapping fairly regularly, but uh, anybody who's paid attention has seen that Dax is playing a little bit more than Jake is, and that's really because of some ribs that Jake's bruised on a sack against Athens. And so I was just talking to his dad, and he's down on the, uh, by the fence. And he's, he's probably a little more gimpy than he's letting on. He's telling everybody he's fine, and he's trying to go in there and play as hard as he can. But um, I would expect Dax to get a little bit more of the same, uh, those reps in the second half. Um, Four Payne, they might try to come out and try to throw a little bit more. Uh, they did have some success uh, running straight up the middle against Decatur in the first half. They're going to get the ball here, so if, if Fort Payne can put together some plays and score, uh, you never can tell what's going to happen. Are we talking to Coach Elmore? He's heading this way. He's heading to Steve on okay. the sideline, so we may have well, a then we'll find out what the adjustments are. All right, we got about two minutes to go in the half. Coach Elmore is coming over for Brian to give him a few questions. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Coach, you got me? Yeah. Well, it looked like towards the end of the first half you had some run plays and a little bit of success in the run game. What adjustments did you guys look at in, on offense in the second half? Yeah, I mean, they're tough. We knew all week they're tough to run on. They put a lot of people down there. And, and, and the problem is we got to be able to, to go tight in a lot or two back, uh, which it makes us we only have to use our defensive personnel a little bit more. Uh, so we got to keep trying to mix that in, but stay in our base offense some. And then, you know, they're doing a good job of covering our receivers one-on-one. -on -one and, and we knew that would be an issue. We're, we're, we're trying to get some guys open on some different routes and had a couple of good things, but they've done a good job covering us on the perimeter some. Yeah, it looked like some of those defensive guys that you've been using on offense seem to be getting a little bit winded in that first half. You still going to try to use them a bunch in the second? Uh, yeah, some of them may be out, unfortunately, but uh, we're just going to have to go who we got and, and keep yeah. battling and see what happens. All right, good luck, Coach. Yeah, that's that's one. Of the, I don't know who he's talking about. I'm not sure who's going to be out, except I know that it looks like Will Patton's probably not going to be back in. I would I would be surprised to see him back in the game. Um, we'll see who it is. I'm sure it'll be pretty obvious early on who uh, who they may be missing in this second half. But you know, at this point in the season, it's just throw everything you got, throw the kitchen sink out there, and just see what happens. And you <laughs> yes. never can tell if you can get some lucky plays. 
and inch your way back into this game um, and take it to the fourth quarter, who knows. So they could score on this first drive, and the defense have been playing pretty well overall. I mean, the defense has only given up 10 points because seven, uh, seven of the 17 was the pick six. So, uh, once again, Fort Payne's defense is uh, strong. The coaches have put them in a great position to have an opportunity to win this game. But you got to score points. So, uh, really need this first drive to be something special. And then let's just see what happens. You never can tell. And, and one thing I've learned uh, in high school ball, especially when you're dealing with high school teenage kids, emotions come into play more than, uh, more than sometimes you want them to. And they can also turn. And so if Fort Payne can gain some momentum in the second half, you know, who knows? All right, well, that was the buzzer of the start to second half. Both teams are on the field. All the referees are in place as we're about to kick it off. Fort Payne will be trailing 17 to nothing. Uh, good margin to come back from here in the second half. Yep. Decatur will be kicking off. Back to receive for Fort Payne is, I'm not quick to the names like you are, Skyler Cody. Is that Brandon, Brandon Oliver? Yeah. Yep, Skyler Cody and Brandon Oliver. It's going Skyler Cody's way, but it's going to fall short. Oh, my goodness. It's going to hit the ground. Cody's going to pick it up, try to get around the side, and he's hit quickly and dropped at the 17-yard line. That ball just kind of stuck between him yeah. and the, the, the other guy. You got to come up earlier and quicker than that to catch that ball. And it didn't roll either. It just stuck. Yeah. He had to come up and get it, and by the time he got the ball, Decatur was there. So, first and ten, ball on the – Fort Payne, 18-yard line. Let's see what they got in their pocket for this half as they get the ball first. Jake does come out at quarterback first. So Barnes and quarterback, two receivers near side. No receivers on the far side. Take a snap. He's going to hand off to Bose. DeBose trying to get through the middle. He does. Finds a hole, and he was go. a step away right yeah. there, Brian. Yeah, sometimes you can squeeze everything down into just between the tackles and try to create some little seams there. And that may be a better advantage for Fort Payne than trying to break it to the perimeter or trying to get some of these sweeps in his own reads. Looks like they'll give him six, so it'll be second down and four. Nice pickup on first down. Barnes takes a snap, hands it off to Bose again, trying to get through. He does. He gets through a couple of seam, little tackles, and he's going to get a decap fix at first down. That's fine. That, that's, a, that's a great opportunity right there. Um, so first and 10 for Fort Payne at the Decatur 29-yard, I mean the Fort Payne 29-yard line. I wish it was Decatur 29-yard yeah. line. <laughs> I'm just happy I said Decatur, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're gonna, Chris, you, you've steadily improved Seven, every, every I mean, week. All right, uh, first and 10, 11 minutes to go here in the first third quarter, I'm sorry. Barnador looking to throw. He ah. gets it out there to Fowler, but not quite enough. Yeah. Fowler had to reach down to his knees to try to get that one. I think pass incomplete. Yeah, they're giving up short stuff, especially on the slot guys. Um, and, and it was there. Barnador came in for one play. Now he's back out as uh, Barnes comes back in. Second and 10 for Fort Payne. At the Decatur, I mean at the Fort Payne 29-yard line. Here in this first round of the playoffs, Fort Payne trailing Decatur 17 to nothing. So we start the third quarter. Man in motion, Fort Payne. DeBose is going to get the ball trying to get outside. Cuts back up. Looks like he's going to pick up a couple after he's hit hard by the Decatur defenders. They're going to give him. Yeah, not a bad pickup. If you had this, a first down play, you'd be in a better position on this third, but that's okay. And they're going to give him three, so third and seven for Fort Payne. Ball on the Decatur 
two-yard line. See what Fort Payne can dial up right here. Long third down play, 10-30 and counting. Trailing 17 to nothing. Barnes the throw. Has a man, and he's hit quickly as soon as he catches the ball. They're going to give him half a yard. No, they're yeah. pass incomplete. So it's going to bring up fourth down. Fort yeah. Payne will be punting. Trying to get it to Carter Tinker in space in the secondary. It's just hard to get it out there quick enough for Carter to have a chance to do anything with it. So Fort Payne will set up to punt. 10-19 to go here in the third quarter. Trailing Decatur 17 to nothing. Decatur's man will go back to the 37-yard line. That Varnador, yeah. yeah, Varnador's going to rugby it, and that's a much better punt. And luckily, the Decatur guy got lucky, come up and yeah, slid with his knees and he caught saved, the ball. Yeah, there's no telling how many yards he saved catching that. <laughs> yes. So he, he'll set the Decatur up in good territory as they'll have the ball on their own 42-yard line. First and 10 to start their first series of the second half. See what Fort Payne's defense can do right yeah, here, Yeah, it's going to be a challenge in the second half, um, maintaining the intensity. I'm looking out there, and I don't see Bennett. Uh, uh, Quarterback takes a snap. He throws quick slant, has a man, and he him. dropped the ball. Had him. Had him in the same run. Yep, it was open. And uh, I think what Coach may have been alluding to, I don't see Bennett Blanks out there, so evidently Bennett's, Bennett may be out for the second half here. Which yeah, he's definitely he's, he's not got his pads side. off. He's right there. His pads are off. Yeah. Shoulder pads are off. That's definitely not what you want. Yep, so Blanks is out. He's, his shoulder pads are off. He's probably done for the night. Quarterback hands off to running back. Fort Payne's there. He gets about a half a yard. Nice defense there from Fort Payne. Bring up third and a long nine. Yeah, that hurts when your best player on the team's going to be out the second half. But this is scrappy bunch. They're going to play hard. Third down to nine, 9.45 to play. See if Fort Payne can stop them right here. Quarterback takes snap, rolls out right, throws. Fort Payne's there a little probably too early. They're not going to throw a flag, though, Brian. Yeah, that's that's good coverage. Uh, Looked like it bumped him before he got there. Probably could have called a flag, but they didn't, so we're going to just say thank you very much. And we'll take it. We'll They're take one, the ball. Somebody's got, uh, got some numbers on the game. They'll need to be a little closer. <laughs> All right, so uh, Brandon Off will be back for Fort Payne. He'll be back at his round close to his 20-yard line. Got a little, little bit of a breeze now. Yeah, it's well, a little it's chilly. Blow, it's blowing on me anyway. Miss Holly's <laughs> it's still back not, here at the it's still not. No, it's not chilly, chilly. It's still not first-round first playoff weather cold. Nice high pump, but that's going to hit at the 33, take a Decatur bounce, keeps bouncing to the 20. It's going to roll to the 19-yard line. That's where Fort Payne will start it at their own 19. Second possession of the second half. Yeah, trading punts, that's a good way to start. Still need to try to chip away at the lead and get some get a touchdown out of this. I can't see if there's anybody else down there that may have their pads off as well. That might have been what he was alluding to, Brian. Yeah, I think that's what he was talking about, was, was having being shorthanded without Bennett. And, and that's really unfortunate that he doesn't get to finish this season this way. All right, uh, Barnes is in at quarterback, Brian. Uh, he's got three receivers, two far side, one near. Hadn't had a lot going in the pass play, pass department, but we have got some good 101 action near side. Yep, he's looking he's right at it. Him. Oh, my goodness. Too far, intercepted. And Skyler Cody makes the tackle after the interception. So yeah. 
Decatur with great field position at the Fort Payne 28. I called it, but he just. Yeah, it was good. It was a good look, and he just threw a little pass. Actually, the guy didn't have good position, and Jake threw it too far ahead of Schuyler and, uh, and hit the defensive back. So he really didn't have a great position on the, on the pass play, but ended up catching it for an interception. Yeah, Cody had the inside, but it just a little too far out in front and enough for the defender to catch it. And Cody made the tackle, saved any further yardage. So 9.15 to go to cater with the turnover on the Fort Payne 28. They put men in motion. I look for them to hand off Brian, as they've done most of the night. Yeah. Quarterback takes that. Dickman does hand it off to the running back at the middle, and he busts through for two or three, still churning. Maybe he's going to get five or six yards on that, Brian, second effort. Yeah. Just ducked up underneath the tackle initially. We had it stopped at the line of scrimmage, and he was able to slither through. So that, that picked up, looks like six yards. That's going bring to bring up second and four from the Fort Payne 14-yard line. Quarterback takes snap, turns, hands it to the running back. He bounces, bounces. outside, and he's able to flag on the play. Oh, he gets close to first down, but he makes it to the 20. But there is a flag on the play. Looks like the uh, chain game. Are they down for the count? Somebody ran Somebody. over the chain game. So holding was the call. They'll back Bo, it up. That looks like Bo Wilson over there. <laughs> He'll back it up 10 yards. It's gonna I think bring it up. is, and he went on his back. I'm glad he got he he came up on that. I'm trying to see in your in your, but I think it is Bo. So that's gonna back <laughs> it up to the 34 yard saw, line. I just saw that uh that puffy vest go straight back, and the feet go straight up in the air, and I thought, uh oh. And then I looked closer. Man, he's slipping All through right, tackles. Decatur, the uh, running back is busting through tackles, had him for a loss, and he was yeah. gets. Lots of yardage slipping out of everybody's hands. And he gets almost back to, he almost gets a first down. It's going to bring up third and one back to where they first got. Yeah, Fort Payne's got to really bow up right here. They had him stopped and he just pulled out of their arms. Strong legs by the running back for Decatur. He's churning. Dickman's going to hand it off again to him. He's going to bounce outside. He's going to get the first down inside the Aikens red zone. Mm. First and 10 now at yeah. the Fort Payne 17-yard line. Really challenging to play out there without your best player. Eight minutes to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne trailing Decatur 17 to nothing. Dickman at quarterback for Decatur. He gets the ball. Going to fake the handoff. Looking for that slant, yeah, but play. the lineman blocked it. Who's that, eight or two, Tinker? Tinker or, or Chaney. Yeah, I guess Tinker hit it. A little, little blitz there, and they tried to go RPO on that. Tinker knocks it down. So pass incomplete will bring up second and 10 from the Fort Payne 18-yard line. Fort Payne trying not to dig any, get the hole dug any deeper. Yeah. Dickman comes up to the center. Maybe calls an audible right here. Let's see. Takes a snap. Again, looking to throw far side. Plays whistle dead. What was it? Oh, he's calling it. Yep. Uh, illegal, illegal procedure on Decatur, so they'll back it up five yards. The second and 15 now from the 14-yard line. Oh, they're going to put it down at the third. Oh, excuse me, the 23-yard line. Sorry, not 14. The 23-yard line. They're saying second and 15. 
Decatur with two receivers, one running back behind Dickman. Dickman in the shotgun. He takes a snap, turns and hands it off to number three to running back. He scoots through, but he's hit hard by the yeah. Fort Payne defenders. Pick up a one. Good run defense there. So that's going to bring up third and 14, Brian. Seven and a half to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, looking for a pass play here. They wanted to go that corner out a minute ago when they blew the play dead. Let's see if they look for that again. Hit number 22 over there. Yeah, the last couple of times they've, they've tried to get an interference call. All right, he's quarterbacks come up in audible again. Let's see if he looks for that, that route I was talking about. He's going to take it. Throw it across the middle. Wide open receiver. Catches it. Touchdown Decatur. Yeah, that, that that's a tough that's tough coverage right there. Connor Kinsley having to run all the way across the field. It's just a long, long drag route and, uh, and keeping up with that the entire game. Well, that is, drag is route was, uh, was made made happen because of Fort Payne rush and the quarterback had to roll out. Yeah. So that yeah. play was longer than it should have been. All right, extra point of tip up and good for Decatur. So with seven minutes to go in the third quarter, Decatur extends its lead on Fort Payne, 24 to nothing. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Twin City Used Car says, Go Cats! Wildcats Stadium in Fort Payne, Alabama. The Fort Payne Wildcats have seen themselves go down another seven as they trail Decatur 24 to seven with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. The third quarter, I'm sorry, Brian. I'd say right here, Fort Payne has got to answer this this drive. Yeah, this is this is must must score here now if you're going to try to stay back in this game and enter yourself back into it. Um, it's just a challenge right now with Fort Payne having to use so many defensive players. If they could sneak one in somehow here. Cody gets the ball at the 10. He runs it up to about the 26-yard line. That's where they'll put it in play. First and 10 at the 20. They're on 26 with seven to go here in the third quarter, trailing 24 to nothing to Decatur. Yeah, four paint is in spots. Looked pretty decent um, in, in areas, but it was one of those things where we knew coming in if they were going to have to play just an excellent game, really. A, and then you can look at, at, at Caden Dubos. He's limping off the field and having to use Alex Aikens both ways full time. Uh, just a real challenge. It's difficult to do this when you've got all your weapons, but significantly more challenging. Ledford and Aikens are in the backfield. Trying to see if that's Varnador. Aikens gets the call. He tries to turn it up. He gets uh, not much, not even hardly just past the line of scrimmage. It'll be up second and long. Uh, Patterson's Music and Jewelry asked Dan about their demo deals on sound equipment, speakers, monitor, and drum sets. Layaway for Christmas at Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Six and a half to go here in the third. Four paint trailing 24 nothing. Second down in a long nine. That's a good Warner, call. Warner's is going to keep it. He's going to rush around left side. He gets about five yards on that play, Brian. Yeah, that's great. Great play off of that. 
that zone play with Jake keeps and it's just almost a naked. I don't even think he had a lead blocker out there. Um, and picks up five yards, easy five yards, is able to fall down and put this in third manageable. It's going to be third and uh, third and four for Fort Payne at their own 31-yard line. Trying to get Alex a blow. They're going with Marcus Ledford now in the backfield, or actually an empty backfield now. Empty backfield for Barnes, still a quarterback. Four receivers for uh, Fort Payne. Three near side, no, five receivers, two far side. Barnes gets the ball. He throws it across to Nolan Fowler, knocked out of his hands by a defender. Yeah. It's going to bring up fourth down, pass incomplete. Yeah, they're going to expect them to have to punt here. Now he's going to, it looks like he's going to go for this. Looks like he's going to try to go for it here. Fourth down and four. Barnes still in the quarterback. Akins comes out. Tinker, I mean, Akins is in. Tinker comes out. Coach Elmore just thinking he's got to keep it. He's got to keep the ball out of his defense's hand or out of their offense's hands. Barnes under center, but he comes back, steps back into the shotgun. He's going to call timeout. Now he's going to punt it. Now he decides. Coach Elmore decides to punt it. So he sends out the punting team. I think they're just trying to draw him, trying to get that easy five. Yeah, they were trying. And they don't film. Decatur showed a propensity to try to jump off sides, and they haven't tonight. All right, so that'll be a five-yard penalty for delay of gain. That's going to back it up to the Fort Payne 26, as they'll be punting. Punter for Fort Payne is at Varnador back at his 11-yard line. See if Varnador can get a boomer like he did the first yeah, one. Yeah, it'd be nice if he could unload High on snap. one. And he does unload on that one. High Ball, fair, fair catch signaled, and uh, Decatur will set up at their own 42-yard line. So 5.30 to go. Decatur gets good field position out of that one, leading Fort Payne 24-0. We needed something to happen in that possession if we were going to make some noise. Yeah, yeah it's, really, it's really challenging. This big physical defense uh, trying to just work your way around different spots and see if you can find openings is just not, not real easy. All right, Decatur with three receivers. They're going to turn, hand, no, he's not going to hand it to the running back. Fake the handoff, but threw it to the receiver for a first down across midfield to the Fort Payne 45. Looks like there was a little confusion on who wanted the ball. Yeah, but the, then the, the running back thought he was seeding it in, in there and was going to pull it. The quarterback said, no, I'll take this. He threw on a slant, completed the pass for a first down. First and 10 from the Fort Payne 45 for Decatur. Dickman gets the snap. He hands off to the running back. He's going to be tackled after about a. They're going to get about a yard on that place. They'll bring yeah, up second Carter, and nine. Carter and, and Bennett both are really solid tacklers. They, when they get you, you're not likely to come out of it. Now Jack Gogg is limping off the field. My goodness. In comes number 53. Have to go to my big, big uh, thing. That'll be uh, Mason Chandler. Our Decatur with three, two, three receivers, two men went in motion. We'll hand off the running back up the middle, follows his blockers, picks up another yard. So it's going to be third and long, Brian, third and eight. Yeah. Four minutes and 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Third down and eight for Decatur, leading Fort Payne 24 nothing in here in the first round, this first round playoff game. See if Fort Payne defenders can uh, bow up and make a stop right here. 
You know, we said this might be a pass, and last time they did this, and they ran it on us pretty good. Yeah. They got stack receivers far side, two receivers near side. Quarterback's going to take a snap, roll left, looking to pass, and he's going to run. Fort Payne's there. He's not going to get much as he's pushed out of bounds. Uh, they're going to mark him out. They're going to mark him out of bounds. It looks like for a couple yard gain, it's going to be fourth. Yeah, I think they're going to punt and six. So they will punt to Fort Payne, leading 24-0. Here with under four minutes to go in the third quarter. Bonador taking some snaps over here on the sideline, warming up his arm. Brandon Oliver back at the Fort Payne 10-yard line to receive the punt. Well, they got four paint to jump, but there's not enough on there to get a first down unless they're going to try to go for this. So all of a sudden, uh, Decatur moved or shifted. Now, the rule is you cannot simulate a snap, so, which is very loose definition of, um, of what you're calling. I'm sure that's what Coach Elmore is going to say is you can't, you can't simulate a snap, and if you're shifting that quickly, you're simulating a snap, which is a good argument. And some officials see it one way or another, and sometimes they see it another. Now Decatur's going to go for this. Fourth and two for Decatur. Going to hand off to number one. He's calling the backfield. He He's not going to get it, so Fort Payne will get the turnover on downs. All that showboat motion didn't got <laughs> <on> nothing. <laughs> Good job by the defense, and that's what we've talked about all year is, is these kids fight. They don't quit, and uh, they don't know how to quit, and they're not going to lay down. Nice job by the defense of Fort Payne with the ball on their own 37-yard line. They'll take possession. Trailing 24-0 with just under four minutes to go here in the third. Well, that turnover turn on down is a good, field, good position. If they can get a yeah. score this quarter, Brian. Yeah. Barnador in at quarterback. He takes a snap, fakes the handoff. He's going to try to take it himself. He puts his head down and bows ahead for a couple yards. Yeah, not a bad pickup there. It's going to be spring up second and eight. Yeah. Four pain really challenged right now. We said Bennett Blanks is out right now, and I think I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, I see Will Patton walking around trying to. I mean, he wants to get back in, but that neck and that shoulder just are not going to allow it, and, and that's two of your best players right there. Two receivers for Fort Payne, far side. Marnador takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to Aikens. Aikens trying to get this corner. Decatur runs them down. They just can't. Uh, they can't get the corner, Brian. No, they've been having more luck up the middle, but it's just you can't just run up the middle every single play. You've got to have something that comes off of that. And then you know, Caden's not in, so Alex and Alex is really your only other running back, other than Bennett. Bennett's out, so Caden hadn't been able to play much. But Alex is running double duty. Um, there's no gain on that play, so it'll be third and eight for Fort Payne. Barnard Varnador takes the ball, looking to throw. He's going to come up in the pocket, and he's going to get sacked. Yeah. Actually, he's just going to make it back to the line of scrimmage. That's going to bring up fourth down, fourth and ten. Yeah, nothing, there's just nothing there. And Fort, Payne's, Fort Payne's limping right now and just trying to finish this game out, trying to make something happen with, uh, you know, and you're down several of your best players. 2.25 and counting here in the third quarter. Fort Payne trailing 24-0 to the Decatur Red Raiders here in the first game of the playoffs, first round playoff game. 
Varnador back to punt for, for Fort Payne. And he gets one off side of his foot, but it's a pretty decent punt. It's going to hit at the 27, bounce sideways. About the 20, about 30, excuse me, 27, 37. So Fort Payne will, Indicator will get the ball at the 35 yard line, start this series. Trying to run down some scores, Brian. Let's yeah. see. Got any updates? Uh, let me hit the old refresh. Uh, Scottsboro all over Brewer, Brian, 38 to 7. Sylvania leading Fayette County 21 to 6. North Sand Mountain trails Lexington 49 14. And Fife 48 to nothing over Red Bay. Two minutes to go here in the third. Decatur with the ball. Quarterback fakes the handoff, rolls out left, looking to throw, has a man outside, but just throws it just out of his reach and incomplete. Uh, the Pisgah-Hatton game seems to be the closest. Pisgah is leading at the half 24-20 over okay. Hatton. Valleyhead and Geraldine both in control of their games. So is, uh, well, Collinsville's trail Faultville 42-7. All right, under two minutes now. Second down and 10 for Decatur. Quarterback gets the handoff to number three. He gets through some tackles. Man, they look like they get him in the backfield every time. Yeah, he's a good running back. As Coach Elmore mentioned in our halftime interview, he's better than they, they thought he was. Well, he slips through for six yards. That's going to bring up third and four for Decatur. Be nice if the defense get a stop on just this first series. Mm -hmm. Don't get any first downs. A minute 34 and counting. 24 nothing lead for Decatur. Quarterback says something to the running back, moves him over to his left side. Dickman gets the pass. He's looking to pass. He throws it out to the quarterback, I mean, to the running back, and he's about bows ahead for yeah. a first down. Four Payne brought some run blitz action, which left the running back wide open in the flats on not really a screen, kind of a flat route. Connor Kinsley there to make the tackle, but it was right at the first down marker. So first and 10 for Decatur from their own 46-yard line, close to midfield. Leading Fort Payne, 24-0. One minute left to here in the third quarter. Dickman, and quarterback, puts a man in motion. I look for them just to run the ball most of the time. He's going to turn, hand it off the running back. Fort Payne's there, but he bounces outside. Bounces, yeah, they had him pinned up. And he gets about uh, 15, 20 yards on that run all the way down to the Fort Payne 36-yard line. So first down to Cater. First down to Cater. 48.7 .7 seconds now in the third. Look for get look for get a, a lot of dose of number three right here, Brian. Yeah, they're going they're going to try to finish this drive out with him. Dickman at quarterback, he takes a snap, hands it to number three, the running back, and Fort Payne runs him down. He's going to get yeah. back to the line of scrimmage. Caden Kilgore coming across the backside to catch him. Second down and ten for Decatur with 35 seconds left. They'll have to run this play before the quarter, before the quarter ends. Play clock's at 27, game clock at 29, two second difference. They bring in another running back, Brian. Number 23 looks a yeah. lot shorter than the other guy. Yeah, he's not quite quite the uh -huh. build of three. Quarterback's gonna take a snap, looking to throw. Looking outside, his man had him beat there, had a step, yeah. threw, overthrew it for incompletion. He did, he got around uh, Hayden Harrell, yeah. Hayden Harrell, our defender, and had a couple of steps on him. Third and 10 now for Decatur. Clock will stop with that incomplete pass. 13.7 seconds now and left in the third. Decatur in command of this game, 24 to nothing. 
I see Will Patton is trying there now, trying to run some. Well, they got a different different back now in the running running back position, number one for, for Decatur. Digman claps his hands, takes the ball, looking to throw it. Has to be, he's being flushed out by Fort Payne. He's flushed out left side, throws it across his body toward the middle. Great defense by Fort Payne. Pass goes into complete. Yep, good job. All right, with that incompletion, that left 5.7, 5.6 left in third quarter. That's going to bring up fourth and ten for Decatur, Brian. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they may, they're in no man's land. Are they going to try to punt here? Uh, I, I don't know if you run the clock and just run a play or punt. Looks like they're going to try to go for this. All right, so Dickman placing everybody. Four wide receivers now for Decatur. He's going to take the ball. He's going to try to rush up middle, nothing there. Fort Payne flushes him out. He's looking to throw. He does throw, hits a man, but not enough for a first down as time runs out. All right, time runs out here in the third quarter. Fort Payne trails Decatur 24-0. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go We are back here at Wildcat Stadium as we enter the fourth quarter. Fort Payne trailing Decatur 24-0, Brian, and uh, what may look like a, uh, a closing out year for the seniors here. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start mentioning some of those guys as we break through this quarter. And, you know, certainly don't want to give up on the fourth, but 24 to nothing, and the offense really not being able to do much of anything. Uh, it looks like Fort Payne's going to try every, you know, they're going to throw everything they got at it, but we're going we're gonna to start honoring some of these, uh, these guys that are going to be heading out. The season they've had, finish, going to finish 8-3. and three. Um, Great job by these kids. Barnes is in at quarterback for Fort Payne. He's got stack receivers near side, one receiver far side. As here we start the fourth quarter. Fort Payne has the ball on their own 30-yard line. Barnes looking to throw. He's having to roll out to the right side. That's good completion. Nope. They're going to say incomplete. That's a good place to start is Jake Barnes, senior quarterback. Going back to last year, um, I think it was week two or three, uh, we had a conversation in the press box, <clears throat> Dallas and Britt and I, as to whether or not Jake could be the quarterback. Uh, he just struggled so much early in the season. And it was really one of those points where you start thinking, man, you, you may need to look at Dax and give him an opportunity. And uh, to his credit, Jake did a lot of work Barnes throws it across the middle, complete to Nolan Fowler for a gain of about seven yards. And and Jake went there in that break, got himself better, got himself ready, came back on fire at Etowah, and really established himself as the leader of this offense. And uh, really playing injured right now. He's hurt, um, got several things bruised and bumps on him, and uh, just a great kid. He's in my youth group, and I could not say higher things about Jake Barnes. Third and three for Fort Payne as Barnes looking to throw to get the first down. Has has a Brandon Oliver there. Brandon Oliver makes the catch for a DeKalb fix it first down. Nice play by the receiver. 
Yep, and that's, that's an illustration of it right there, Chris. He's just a solid kid. Um, really going to miss him next year, not just with Fort Payne, uh, the football team, but in every other sport, just a good leader. He crossed midfield. He's down. They're down to the Cater 37-yard line now. Barnes looking to throw. Again, throws over to Fowler. Fowler hit quickly at the game of about three yards to the uh, Decatur 34-yard line. They're going to give him maybe four on that play. Yeah. That's four. It's going to bring up second and six, Brian. Thompson now leading Huntsville 27 to nothing. Okay. Starting to pull away. 10-38 and counting, Fort Payne. Some life right here as they're at the Decatur 34-yard line. They're going to hand it off to Aikens. Aikens trying to follow his blockers and move move the pile forward. He's going to get a yard. Yeah. That, that's the next guy I'd mention is Alex. I mean, just in, in the two years, well, he had a little bit of rough outing at the Athens game, but that was a lot of people last year. Um, Alex has just been as steady as they come. And going to really miss him on the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side of the ball. He's a really, really good option for uh, Caden Dubos taking a break. And, and uh, Alex has just been a real strong leader for this football team. So real proud of him and what he's done for Fort Payne. Third and five as Barnes gets snapped, looking to throw. A lot of time. He's going to try to throw it, go around the right side, looking for somebody to throw it to. He's just going to throw it up and out of bounds. Yeah, he had Alex down there. So it's going to bring up fourth. And five, or no, fourth and six. Yeah. So those are two guys, Jake and Jake and Alex, are going to miss. You're looking at Marcus Ledford, very, very unselfish player, high-quality football player at 35, um, and has done an excellent job of just working his butt off, and never complaining, just sticking with what he's been given. And when he shines, he shines. He's an excellent football player, um, could have an opportunity to play uh, at a smaller division school at the next level. Uh, really going to miss him out there at the wideout spot. Five receivers now for Fort Payne. Decatur looking. He's looking downfield to Brandon Oliver. Brandon Oliver is going to get bumped and rubbed. Okay. They're going to throw the flag. Get a little flag on that. Looks like pass interference possibly. 9.37 to go. Fort Payne trailing 24-0 here in the Look, fourth quarter. Looking along that offensive line, Silas Hallmer, another senior. Uh, excellent, just uh, solid football player. Excited uh, that he was able to finish out his senior year. Uh, does a great job on the offense and defensive line. Had to come over on offense because they really needed him at that tackle spot. Really more of a defensive end type player last year, but then they, they needed him over here. And of course, being unselfish, he goes and takes care of that. Well, Brian, that's going to be a decap fix at first down, and it's going to put uh, Fort Payne first time tonight in the Aikens red zone. Wow. That that kind of tells you the story of the game right there. But they got the what? ball on the Decatur 19 yards. Nine minutes in the, in the game, and Fort Payne's just now entered the red zone. Barnes still quarterback. Man, Ledford in motion, fake the handoff to Aikens. Had a right man right up the in the middle. Tinker in for the touchdown for Payne. <laughs> Good that you finally got to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you kind of missed that after I know. You said they go, wow, we hadn't done that all game. Oh. Great play. I saw them working on this, and that's one of those you talked about having the wrinkles that Coach Elmore puts in, and there's one of them right there. Had that play to kind of cross in, cross in motion and all this, and then Carter Tinker sli slips out and across the middle, he's wide open. More times than not, I see that play working in more games, college games especially, that, that guy coming wide open across the middle. I don't know if they, they're setting that up or yeah. something. But they're going to go for two right here instead of kicking the extra point. Fort Payne puts a, puts a Cody in motion. Barnes under center. Now he puts another man in motion. 
Going to hand it off to Leffer. Leffer gets around the corner and he's in. Yeah, there's some intentionality to that, Chris, because it's 24 to, 24 to nothing. It's technically a three-score game before Payne can get three touchdowns and three two-point conversions. They tie. All right, so with 9.30 to go in the fourth quarter, 24-8 now, Decatur leads. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. All right, we're back. Fort Payne does not go down with goose eggs. They put eight points on the board, 24-8. And, and as Brian the specialist says, it is mathematically possible to come back in this game. Yeah, what Fort Payne's trying to do is make this a three-possession three game. When they scored the touchdown, now it's technically a two-possession game. Fort Payne's going ahead and trying the onside kick now. I guess at this point, when, you're, when your defense uh, your defense is doing a solid job and Fort Payne just needs possessions. So a little bit of wind as the wind blows the ball as we're setting it up for a onside. We're probably going to have to have a guy hold it, Brian. I guess so. There's a little bit of a gust of wind out there. Don't see too many onside kicks, but we'll the see what The cater, I must say they, and here it goes. It hits at the 50, but it does not bounce up in the air, and Decatur's going to fall on it. Yeah, Fort Payne's just trying to steal possessions right now. Yeah, the kick was what, he, what you needed to be. It just did not take yeah. that bounce up. Yeah. It just stayed on the ground. That's about all you can do. So that'll give Decatur good field position, field position at their own 47-yard line. First and 10 for Decatur. Scottsboro leading Brewer 45-7 in the fourth. Sylvania 28-6 in the fourth. Geraldine 24-0 in the fourth. And Valley Head 49-6 in the third. Let's see what Pisgah tries to do. See if they try to run out some clock here. Nine and a half to go. Pisgah. Who are you talking about? Did I say Pisgah? <laughs> wow. I just looked at Pisgah. I just looked at it. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a comment hey. on the Pisgah game. Fort Payne is playing everybody tonight. Decatur, Edson right. City, Pisgah. If it's red, it's, it's Fife out there right now. There you, you know? Go. I mean, it's everybody's red. That, does, that looks like a Fife road uniform. Mr. Chris has lost it today. <laughs> I gained it for most of the season. Playoffs threw me Looking on. at some of these seniors, got Luke Miller on the defensive line, number nine. Does a great job. Has, has been a really good, solid defensive end. They've got a really good rotation of those guys being able to play. And his contributions just uh, go without speaking about how much he's contributed to that defense and how successful they've been this year. Articator turns, hands the ball to run back. He tries to push through the middle. He's going to get stood up at the – at the marker, so it's going to be no gain on that play, so it's going to be third and four for Decatur. Yeah. Patterson's Music and Jewelry, Brian, they got layaway electronic guitar packages, bass, acoustic guitars for Christmas, guitar accessories, make great stocking stuffers. Don't wait. Lots to choose from right now at Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Yeah. Caleb Stiefel at the linebacker spot, a really good senior linebacker has come on and helped so much when Bennett has to go play in, in the, on the offense, Caleb comes in and helps. 
Quarterback fakes the handoff, takes it himself. He picks up the first down to yeah, the gets down to the Fort Payne 38. It's one of the few times that he's kept that ball all night. I think it's maybe twice that he's done that, but when he does, it's there. There's Caleb there on that tackle. Nice job by him this year. Of course, Kobe King on the back on the back side at safety. You just can't speak enough, and I know Coach Elmore's. They're going to have to do a, the coaching staff, defensive coaches are going to have to do a, a really good job next year finding somebody to replace him because he's almost irreplaceable at that at that safety spot. Really going to miss Kobe. Our Decatur with the first and ten from the fourth Payne, 38, 7:40 to play in the game, leading Fort Payne 24 to eight. Turns, hand it to the running back. He tries to go up middle. Nothing was there. Fort Payne saw him, but he gets through gets through some tackles and gets nine yards on that play. Second and one. Mm. He's slippery, isn't he? Hayden Harrell at one cornerback spot, a senior, uh, has done an excellent job. He really didn't look like a contributor last year. Looked like they were just going to be forced to have to play him, and he actually turned into a pretty decent defensive back in that secondary over the course of the year, and then really has just been a, uh, solid at that cornerback spot for this year. Second and one from the Fort Payne 29-yard line. Seven minutes to go here in the fourth. Decatur looking to add a little extra to take that mathematically mathematical possibility yeah, out. They're trying to they're trying to they're get this game. It, they're going to hand it off to Stubby, the running back. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, the stump. And he's probably got enough for a first down. Let's see. Did he pick it up? I hadn't marked it. Uh, it looks like he's got to get to the hash mark, so he's probably a half a yard short. Third and third and one, a very short one, third and half a yard, really. So let's see if Fort Payne, see what they do. My money is if they give it to number three, the yeah, running back. Yeah, I think that's a no-doubter right there. A sweep left side. Decatur has two receivers near side. Dickman at quarterback. He takes a snap. They're going to hand it off to number three and do what Brian says, go left side. He is going to pick up the first down to the Fort Payne 25. Mm. First, first and ten now for Decatur at the Fort Payne 25-yard line. Yeah, another senior on that defensive line at, at the uh, outside linebacker, the defensive end spot, Jack Goggins, senior defensive end. Really undersized for that position and should not be um, playing a defensive defensive end position at a 6A school, uh, and yet he is. And so um, really done a, done a great job holding up that defensive end rotation with uh, Luke Miller and Mason Chandler and those guys. 5.45 to go here in the fourth quarter. Fort Payne trailing 24 to eight to Decatur. Turn, handed off to running back. This is number one this time. He stood up at the line of, stood up at the line of scrimmage and that's where he stopped. It'll be second and 10. Mm. Still fighting, defense is still fighting out there. Sil we mentioned Silas Homer earlier. Andrew Barclay on the other side of the defensive uh, offensive tackle. Really going to miss him. He's a two-year starter there and has done a great job at that right tackle spot. Any special team seniors? No, not this year. Uh, Kai Stolp, who came in as a soccer player and contributed a lot with his kickoffs and his punting um, before he got injured last week, uh, it was really nice to have him out there because he contributed more than you really thought he might when he first came out. He had all the talent in the world, but it's, uh, he will be gone next year as well. Decatur quarterback uh, keeps the ball, fakes the handoff. He gets ahead for about five, six yards. It's going to bring up third and four. Timeout on the field. Let's see who's talking. 
Fort Payne's, I think, is going to take a timeout. We'll take yeah. a 30-second with them. So 4.40 to go in the game. Fort Payne trails Decatur 24-8. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. All right, welcome back to Fort Payne Wildcat football here at Wildcat Stadium. Fort Payne trails uh, Decatur 24-8 with 4.40 to go. Third down and four for Decatur. Dickman back in at quarterback. The big number three mm. running back is there. Damn it. Jumped off sides. And Decatur is going to get the easy five and the first down, looks like. Yeah. Fort Payne running out of time now. Yep, it's going to be offsides on Fort Payne, so that'll give Decatur a first down and move the ball to the 14-yard line of Fort Payne with 4.40 to go in the game. First down and 10 for Decatur. Some of the other seniors that we're trying to mention, just get a, get their names in. Landon Suffrage, he's, he's come to our youth group a couple times. Really enjoy getting to know that kid. Seems like a great kid. Pitch number 25, trying to get around the outside for uh, Decatur, and not not so much as number 22 for Fort Payne. Throws him out of bounds. Yeah. That's uh, Connor Kinsley. A uh, couple other guys. Ben Geis, he's a part of our youth group, is too. Great kid. We see him at the golf course all the time. Play lost two yards. That's going to be uh, second down and 12 for Decatur. Yeah, Landon Halsey, a senior defensive back. Nick Freeman, a senior defensive back. I miss those guys too. You know, those guys contribute in ways that uh, a lot of times don't get noticed, but they're still uh, out there to try to help Fort Payne become a better football program. Four minutes to play. Fort Payne trailing Decatur 24-8. Decatur second and 12 on their on the Fort Payne 20 on the 17-yard line. Sorry, 17-yard line. Dickman takes the snap, hands it off to number three, cuts back, has a hole, and he busts through everybody's tackle and scores a touchdown. Yeah, that'll pretty much do it right there. So with 3.50 to go, Decatur puts six more points on the board. They now lead Fort Payne 30-8 to eight here in the fourth quarter. Mm. And the extra point is up and good. So with 3.50 to go in the fourth, Decatur now leads Fort Payne 31 to eight. Uh, and uh, here at Fort Wildcat Stadium, we'll take a 30 second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats!
Right, welcome back to Wildcat Stadium. Uh, sorry I don't have a lot of good news for our listeners. Uh, Fort Payne losing to Decatur right now, 31-8 with 3.50 to go here in the fourth quarter in the first round playoff game. Yeah, Fort Payne gave great effort. They, they gave everything they had, just didn't have enough in it at the end of the day to just keep up with the Red Raiders. All right, so Decatur will be set to kick off. Kick goes uh, fielded at the 10-yard line by Cody. Cody over to the far right sideline. He's trying to get around the corner. He's just going to roll out of bounds at the 23-yard line. Fort Payne will start first and 10 from the, their own 23. Uh, one other reserve defensive back I want to mention, Josue Castaneda, a senior defensive back. And I wanted to wait until the offense got back out there to mention one more kid, and that's uh, Colton Shankles at center. There's a, weren't real sure if Colton was going to be able to be out there this year uh, just uh, struggling with some stuff early in the in the preseason in camp um, to his credit Colton has uh, stood up and done what, what it needed to be done and is out there contributing and has done a great job Barnes throws the screen to Aikens Aikens gets around tackler picks up uh, looks like 10 yards for a DeKalb fix it first down and I, I, I can't speak highly enough about Colton and where he is um, just praying for that kid that he just keeps keeps that path moving. He is moving in a really good direction right now, and I'm really proud of all he's done this year. 3.30 and counting here left to go in the fourth quarter. Fort Payne trailing 31-8. to eight. Akins gets the ball, comes around left side, gets around the end, gets knocked out of bounds at the 42-yard line. Pickup of about nine on that play. They're going to give him eight. So it's going to bring up second and two for Fort Payne. Yeah, so those are all the seniors, the guys um, that will be heading on next year to whatever future God calls them to, and um, we'll, we'll certainly miss them. They, they've done some really special things here at Fort Payne High School. Barnes in at quarterback. He looks to throw, being pressured from behind. He gets rid of it. Out of bounds. Ball goes out of bounds. He'll stop the clock, bring up third down and two. 3.20 to go here in the fourth quarter. Just haven't had a lot open in the receiving category yeah, it's, tonight. It's hard. They, these guys are fast and big, and they're able to, to cover the play the run defense and the pass defense. And uh, you know, Fort Payne just – and then it doesn't help that Fort Payne's had so many different little nagging injuries and that it's all kind of accumulated tonight. Third and two. Barnes is going to hand off to Aikens. Aikens trying to find something. He bounces off, but he can't bounce too far as they grab him, throw him back. He's going to bring up fourth and two. No gain on that play. So for two plays start off really well, then these last two, last two have not gone for anything. Yeah. Fourth and two, let's see what Coach Elmore does here with a little under three minutes to play in the game. Need two yards to keep this drive going. Barnes in at quarterback, Aikens to his left. He pulls the stack of receivers in close to him on the far side. And whistle blows play dead. Wow, they gave it to him. They're going to say offside on uh, Decatur, so that's going to give him a free first down or an easy first down. It's going to move on ball up to the Fort Payne 46, first and 10, 2.38 to go. Fort Payne trailing 
Parnes takes a snap. Looking to throw this out, he finds Ledford. Ledford up down, across midfield over to the Decatur 46-yard line. That's going to pick up seven yards, Brian. Yep. Still, still no quit trying to finish this thing out. Somewhat limping across the finish line, but they're still running. Second down and three now for Fort Payne. Receiver went out of bounds, so clock stopped. 2.26 to go here in the fourth quarter. Barnes again looking to throw this side, finds Leverett again for DeKalb, fix it first down at the Decatur 41-yard line. That's good for him to get a couple more touches right before his senior year is over. Looks like the, the defender is giving him some cushion. Yeah. Right, they're going to switch receivers around. They're going to put Ledford to the far side now. Barnes takes a snap. Got a screen screen to Aikens. Uh, Decatur's there to keep him from getting any yards in that play. It's going to bring up second and ten. Minute 45 and counting. Fort Payne trailing Decatur 31-8. Fort Payne now driving second and 10 from the Decatur 41-yard line. Barnes takes a snap. He's looking downfield to throw. Has a man across the middle. Finds him number eight, Brandon Oliver. For DeKalb, fix it first down to the De Decatur 27-yard line. He had two men wide open right there in the middle, Brian. Yeah. Nolan had to let it go to allow Brandon to catch it. Yeah. When I saw when I saw him stand there, I was thinking, oh, this could be disastrous. They're both wide open. <laughs> they might fight over the ball. Oops, sorry about that, Miss Holland. <laughs> Slap the mic. That's the first time you've done it tonight. Yeah, she she gets on me about that. All right, Barnes again in the shotgun, taking a snap. He's being pressured, looking to throw across the field. Ah. Had Ledford, but just out of his, just missed him out of his hands. Yeah. He had him. We got second down and ten. A minute left to go in the game, Brian. Uh, Looks like Fort Payne's season will be coming to an end tonight. Yeah. Great year for the kids, 8-3, going to finish 8-3. Nothing to be uh, ashamed of. Fought all year, were outmatched all year. Still won eight games. It's a great, great team effort by these kids. Barnes is going to roll right, going to throw it deep. Has a man. Ledford had position. Looked like he held him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. They didn't throw a flag, though. They're just going to let the clock run out, evidently. So pass incomplete stops it, though. Minute left, third down and 10. It looks like um, the Cater will host Gardendale next week. And you look at all the teams that Fort Payne played this year that are in 5A, and we've talked all year about how Fort Payne really is a 5A school. Um, ARAB going on, Scottsboro going on. Uh, nice throw by uh, by Barnes, complete to Nolan Fowler for the cab. Fix it first down, down to the Gadsden. I just said Gadsden again. The Decatur 17-yard line. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight, Miss Holly. For some reason, I got I got Gadsden on the mind. How is it, how did Gadsden do in their game, by the way? They're up 31 uh, to 10, I think. Gotcha. 34 to 10 over Coleman. Our Barnes with four wide, takes a snap. Looking to throw right side. Has a man over the middle and almost intercepted. Had him if you're throwing it out front, Brian. Yeah, it was there quick, but it, he lost it quick too. So Lefford had a couple of steps, but he didn't quite get it out front yeah, it looks enough. Looks like Gaston City's the only team in our region going to make it to the next round. 
Um, I don't know who they will play. I did have that on the sheet of paper. Let me see. 53 seconds here to go in the game. Fort Payne trailing Decatur, 31 to 8. Trying to make a little noise here at the end of the game. Second down and 10 from the Decatur 17-yard line. Barnes again with the snap. He's going to roll out left, looking to throw. He's going to throw that one away. He does. Tried to find Fowler down near the sideline. Pass incomplete. Third down and 10. Stops the clock with 48.2 seconds to go in this one. Looks like Gadsden City will play Mountain Brook next weekend. They're up 49-7 over Pinson Valley in the third quarter. All right, 48.2 seconds. Fort Payne, third down and 10. Barnes in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Looks across the middle. Has a man. Fowler hit real quick. Did he make, make the, the catch? catch? They're yeah, going to give him the catch. That's going to bring up fourth down and four for Fort Payne, and they're going to call a timeout. We'll take a timeout with them. So with 40.1 seconds left to go in the game, Fort Payne trails Decatur 31-8. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Hey, folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. We are back to Wildcat Stadium. Your Fort Payne Wildcats trail the Decatur Red Devil Red Raiders 31 to 8. 40.1 seconds to go in this one in this first round playoff game. Fort Payne got to host it. Yeah. But Decatur has shown they're a tough team to beat. Yeah, they've been they've been a tough opponent tonight. A little bit of a twist of irony is Fort Payne's the team down that's trying to score late in the game. There's the flag, and that is the appropriate flag as uh, they tried to find Ledford coming across the middle, and before the ball get there, the Decatur defender wiped him out. So that's going to be first and goal, Brian, with 35 seconds left. Yeah, so first week of the season, play Scottsboro, and they score a meaningless touchdown at the end of the game. And who else was it? We had two more. Oh, we had two. We got a couple more. Like right Arab there. maybe, and now Fort Paines looks to score a meaningless touchdown at the end of the game. In an ironic twist of the season. And they are in the Aikens red zone, Brian. That's right. Forgot get, to mention. Get another sponsor and another first down for the They can't fix it first down, first and goal in the Aikens red zone. 35 seconds to go here. Of course, running the ball. I don't know how many timeouts Fort Payne has left. Yeah, it would be it would be a, it would be neat for this these seniors on offense, particularly Jake and Colton and Marcus to finish out with the touchdown right here. They're going to put Ledford in the backfield with Barnes. Barnes is going to take the snap, looking to throw quickly. Has a man and oh, is intercepted. No. That's not what you want. Try to hit Fowler on an out pattern, and the Decatur jumped it and made the interception. Turnover Fort Payne. Number seven. Well, with 30.5 seconds to go, Decatur will set up shop at their own four-yard line. Look for them to kneel it or run it here. And run the yeah, clock out. Run the clock out here. We are expecting an interview with Coach uh, Elmore after the game. What I've been told by the powers that be. PTB. 
Is that what it is, the yeah, PTV? The PTV. There you go. So stay tuned for that. Here, get Coach Elmore's thoughts on this playoff game. I guess next week we'll be having Fort Payne basketball, right? Next yeah. Friday. So basketball will start next week now. Get the round ball out. 30.5 seconds to go. Holly's laughing at that because I told her it's called round ball. And she said, nobody's going to understand what round ball is. <laughs> and I said, round ball is basketball. So nobody's going to understand that. All right, they're shaking hands. So that's going to do it, Brian, as the time runs off the clock. 13 seconds left in counting. That'll be the ball game. So your Fort Payne Wildcats go down to the Decatur Red Raiders, 31-8 in the first round of the playoffs. We'll take a two-minute timeout, time and we'll come back with uh, more about the game. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go the Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! All right, welcome back to Wildcats Stadium where your Fort Payne Wildcats have gone down to the Decatur Red Raiders 31-8 here in the first round of the playoffs tonight. Uh, we're going to have an interview with Coach Elmore. They're about to do the play the alma mater. The band will play it for the football team. Let's go over some scores of area teams while we can. Got some time. Pisgah now, uh, I guess, stretched out over Hatton. They now lead Hatton 40-20, to 20, so they'll move on. Russellville all over Boaz 63-10. Valley Head crushing Phillips 61 to 14. Like Brian said, uh, Scottsboro's gonna move on. They win over Brewer 45-14. Sylvania will move on 35 to six over Fayette County. Uh, North Sam Mountain's season ends this week to Lexington. They, Lexington wins 49-14. Uh, Collinsville's season will end as well. Faultville wins over Collinsville 42 to seven. Geraldine will move on as they win over Winfield 24-8. And I think I predicted Winfield on that one, Brian. Winfield had only had like one loss. Is that right? I think so. One wow. or two losses. So 
Geraldine with a little surprise there on my pick skin prognostication picks. Fife uh, wins big over Red Bay, 55 to eight. And Arab wins big over East Limestone, 54-14. Cherokee County big over Corner, 47 to nothing. Coosa Christian, 51 to eight over Hackleburg. I think if I'm right here, Spring Garden beats South Lamar, 35-7. I think Spring Garden will play Valley Head, I think. Is that right? I think so. And there's the name I've been saying all night, Gaston City, Gaston City defeated Coleman. Called their name all night. Let's see, anybody else we know of? Etowah is tied right now, Brian. 21-21 yeah, that, that's an interesting score there. Uh, let's move on down. Cedar Bluff lost. Uh, Edo oh, no, that's, that's, not, that's not the right thing. So you gotta got to watch here. There's some basketball yeah, scores. Yeah, they start sneaking in, in there, the other scores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this batting, they got Georgia scores. Where we are is near Georgia, so you start seeing a lot of Georgia. Sacks. Uh, Sacks lost big. That's, is that football? Is that today? Wow. Sacks lost big to Trinity Presbyterian, 37 to nothing. Gunnersville wins, Brian. They move on. They beat Fairview. I thought Fairview would win that one. They're high, they were the higher-ranked team. But we wait on Coach Elmore to talk to, after he talks to the kids. He's giving the, he's talking to the players right now. We'll have an interview, get his thoughts on the game. See if I can get some broader range of scores here. Let me get to my websites. Bear with me, okay. Let's see. T.R. Miller, big over Montgomery Academy. Dothan. 42 or Foley, those are 7A scores. Vestavia Hills, 7A, 52 to Austin. I knew that was going to be a big massacre. They beat Austin 52 to 10. Wow. Let's see, Orange Beach. Eight minutes left, Brian. Our BT Washington leads Orange Beach, 46 to 43. Oh, wow. Uh, Clara, that's a Central Alabama school. They got blanked by Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa, 38 to nothing. Move on down through these scores. Piedmont killed Oakman, 61 to nothing. Pelham, oh, Pelham gets a win over Northridge. That's a Central Alabama team, 44 to 14. We said Gardner, that they mentioned Gardner. That's the team. That's who Decatur will play next week. Win over Oxford, 31 to 14. Uh, let's see. UMS Wright over Headland, 49 to 13. I think they're the favorite there. Hartzell moves on as a route Buckhorn, 52 to 7. Yeah. Thompson uh, blanks Huntsville, 34 nothing. Auburn, 28-10, leading Fairhope. I have not seen a Central Phoenix City score or a Hoover score so far. Big teams out of the 7A. Hmm. Roll down there. Spanish Fort leading Pike Road, 21-10. That's in South Alabama. There's a, there's a score. Uh, Phoenix City all over MGM. I, I forget. I think it's Mary Montgomery or something Mary, like yeah, that. Mary G. Montgomery. Yeah, 44 to seven, and Hoover Bob Jones is a little close, 28-14 in the fourth. Well, it's been good. My first year, I messed, yeah. messed up a few times, got some things right a few times. <laughs> of course. Made Miss Holly laugh. That's all that counts. I've got uh, Central playing. No, that's basketball. I think I've got another basketball thing in there. So, like we said, next week we'll start Fort Payne. Uh, ooh. I didn't give them. I can be sitting here giving the sponsors. <laughs> Fort Payne will start basketball season next week. Let's see if I got the sponsors. I got to look that up. Well, you can talk okay. some, Brian. <laughs> well, it looks like we're going to get Coach Elmore here in just a second. They've got everything set up for him to come over here and speak. 
All right, let me run down the sponsors who helped make this possible, bring you Fort Payne Athletics and Fort Payne Football. Builder Supply, Rick's Appliance, Cedar Bluff Oil, Puro Clean, North Alabama Trophies, Bruce's Foodland, Clark Auto Sales, DeCap Wholesale, Thurman's Appliance Parts and Service, My Supply, Faith in Him Christian Bookstore, Cole Surgical Arts, Westmoreland Tire, First Fidelity Bank, Twin City, Patterson's Music and Jewelry, Aikens Furniture, DeCap Fix It, Wills Auto Sales, and Hillier Properties. Stay tuned after, the, after we talk to Coach Elmore for Monk and Sammy and the Twin City Auto Scoreboard Report here on 100.9 FM, 1250 AM, or WCLBradio.com. All right, Coach, you got me? Yeah, I got you. Well, we knew, uh, we talked about it earlier this week, that everything really had to line up for you guys to have a chance. Kind of limped into the game, lost some key players later in the game. Um, but congratulations, 8-3. and three, Not too shabby for the situation you all are placed in this year. Yeah, it's tough. I just told them it's the, it's the hardest day of my year every year when, when this day comes. And, um, you know, you hate it for those seniors because you know what it feels like to be them right now. And, and the, the finality of – Knowing that you, you you've probably played your last football game, and regardless of what you do after after high school, as far as college, that you definitely have played your last football game with your friends that you've grown up with, and it's a it's a hard thing. People that don't know, have never played this game don't understand the the finality of it because of uh, th this is not a sport that you pick back up and play with your buddies or, or have a church softball game or a pickup basketball game. You don't ever play the sport again, and yeah. uh, it, it's hard to, to comprehend as a young man and, and the, the time and the hours they put into this over the last you know however many years of their life they've been doing it, uh, and then for it to abruptly end like that is, is tough. And so uh, we feel for them and. It's, it's like I said, it's the worst day of my year every year, and um, I don't I don't enjoy it. But but we're very proud of those seniors, and we're proud yeah. of the fact that, that we did battle all year, and, and we did overcome some adversity, and, and and we did win eight games. And and sure we wanted to win more, and, and sure we wanted to win tonight. And uh, it wasn't from a lack of effort. You know they they we, they put, we played as hard as we could play. You know I, I just didn't have us in the right stuff to to be able to, to effectively attack their defense. And and part of that's to cater. You got to give them credit. They got a good football team, and and they're 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 nine and two for a reason. So. Um, it's it's never easy, uh, but yes, we're proud of, of our players and our seniors for, for what they've done this year. Yeah, it, it, it's still great to live in Fort Payne, be from Fort Payne, be associated with this athletic program. And once again, I go down there pregame and see the other team, and they're bigger than us, they seem faster than us. And yet, at the end of the day, we're competing with them. So you guys have done a great job, and congratulations on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, we just uh, we were a few few things away here and there, and again, probably probably poor poor on my part on some things. And uh, but our kids are battling, and, and they're they're not afraid to, to to take on a challenge. And and that's at the end of the day, all you can ask is if you you want your kids to show up and compete, and and our kids do. And uh, you know, we're we're gonna keep working, and uh, we're gonna send this senior class off the right way, and then we'll move forward to the next year, and and we're gonna keep uh, keep on keeping on. And, and see if we can, uh, you know, continue to build this thing and, and maybe get over the hump on some of these playoff games down the road. Yep. Well, congratulations and thanks. Right, thanks. All right.